When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commute, no leaving the office, no squeezing in an appointment during your lunch hour, and most importantly, no judgments. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, Go to Talkspace.com forward slash zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The friend zone. I feel like everything they said we couldn't have, I'm going to get it. You know what I mean? I Hold don't on. want you say to that, say that one more time. Everything you said I couldn't do or I couldn't have, I'm going to get it. The wise words that you just heard being uttered um, and gifted to the ears that received them came directly from none other than Pastor Reverend Dr. <laughs> Candy Burris Tucker, um, who, yes, that was her getting her um, doctorate in theology and in scripture. At that point, she became a pastor. She was giving an address, a public address, uh, this weekend at the Essence Festival. Essence Fest, y'all! Anyway, she was giving an address at the Essence Festival, and she delivered that message of determination, Mm. of strength, of hope, Mm. Of you know, she said it like like she didn't have no arches in her feet. You know how people just stand flat on the floor and got no arches in their wow. feet. That's how she sounded when she was talking. Like she was just firmly planted <laughs> in that stage. And she said, you know, everything that they said that she couldn't have, she was gonna get it. And then she said, you know what I mean. And then they said, repeat that. And she said, everything they said I couldn't have, I'm gonna get it. Mm-hmm. And the hashtag this week is, you know what I mean? Because this is something that you just have to know. You know, if you know, you know. And this is one of those things, the determination that Candy spoke of, you can see it evidenced in the things that she does. She works. She's made some great things happen for herself professionally. She She got got her her apology. apology. What apology? Um, Asante. What are the Scott sisters? Uh, Okay, Tamika you, Scott. Tamika Scott many years ago talked trash about Candy and called her a hoe and said she what? was sleeping Where? with Jermaine Dupri and, and Jermaine Dupri's daddy. Yes. And that's what? why the group fell out. She said it on a radio interview because Candy and Latasha were having problems. And so uh, Tamika, who is Latasha's sister, came to her sister's defense and it really stunned Candy because prior to that, her and Candy, Tamika and Candy, were the closest in the group. Not Candy and Tiny like you see today, but it was Candy and Tamika. And for her to do that, it was like a horrible thing. So Candy stopped speaking to them. 
And 20 years later, here we are. They were finally able to, you know, reach, uh, I guess. She got her ass on Hot 97 or Hot 107.9 in Atlanta and apologized. Well, what happened was Jermaine Dupri and them was trying to steal the music to give it to somebody else to do a fake-ass movie. And Candy and them got wind of it. And you know Candy is prideful. And so she said, not on my watch. Even if I got to talk to this bitch. So she... They met up and apologized and got it together as a group so that they could stop their story from being told without their input. Oh, wow. Yeah, because how could they have made the movie when they weren't even speaking? So they were able to fix all that. And it just is evidence. Candy walks it like she talks it. You know, she says it like she means it. She acts like her bra has straps that connect to her waistband. Like she's just just together. You know what I mean? Every time she talks. And so... And so, like the message that we always deliver, we always say it's most importantly that, as with that being said, with that being told, and most importantly understood, you know, that's why we're choosing the hashtag, you know, the hashtag, you know what I mean. Because it really doesn't have anything to do with what she said, even though she said it. But if you heard her say that, then you heard the rest of it and you just know. So, the hashtag this week is, you know what that, you know, you know what, what I mean. mean. With that being said, with that being felt, and with that being most importantly understood, I would like to take this opportunity to welcome everyone to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? I know I don't. I know Asante no. I know damn well Fran don't. Chris don't. Nobody don't. So here we are. <laughs> you know Hi, what I everybody. mean? Shout out to our engineer, Chris. That's right. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hey, friend. How you doing? I'm good. So, <laughs> I would ask how your weekends were, but that's going to be the topic of the show. So, mm. we'll save that. Mm. So, let's jump into this yeah, week's... let's just move it on. Right? Oh, let's friend, jump into like this that. week's recap, though. Recap for me, kneecap. <laughs> so, on last week's episode, it was an ode to New York City with an episode titled, Shout Out to New York. You guys loved it. Uh, people were dead at Dustin's story. <laughs> when me and Asante being all romantic, and then Dustin's like, "Well, I saw these two people fucking on the train." <laughs> hey man! Someone said that you need to have your own New York stories segment. Bless oh no, they no, have. they said black ass stories segment. Bless they <laughs> black ass stories. That may be coming. <laughs> so Asante, who stood out to you? I want to give a shout out to Karina in the emails. She actually just moved to Napa, California from New York City because she's taking a great job opportunity, but she wants to share her favorite moment. And she says, my favorite New York City memory slash moment is that first day of spring when the weather is perfect and no matter what bullshit goes on in your day, you're still in a good-ass mood because of the sunshine. So true. Thank you for putting the biggest Kool-Aid man smile with your stories. And then she also shows the sign, and it says, New York City, NY101. It'll rob you and cheat you. It'll take your friends and turn them on you. It'll kick your ass and break your heart. But then it'll pick you up again, make you feel so totally alive and untouchable. It's the center of the world. It's the best place in the world. And once it's in your heart, it'll never leave you. Because oh. I always say that New York City is a, like an abusive relationship because all this shitty shit will happen to you. But then there'll be the moments that be like, damn, this is like the greatest part of like time of my life in yeah. this great ass city. You, and it'll be like, this is why I'm here. <laughs> right. But <laughs> while she talking, did she also send a, a, a Claritin coupon or an Allegra, Allegra D <laughs> coupon? Because while she talking about that first uh, spring day, I was sneezing. <laughs> Eyes running, nose running, looking crazy. Let me tell you, you get something. allergies? Oh, my God. Do I get them? They stay with me in the wintertime just staring at me waiting to pop out. <laughs> 
I hate allergies, man. You too. You get. Allergies. I don't. I don't get allergies, and I will say this: I thank the Lord that it's different up here because you know in oh, the no, south, Atlanta that, is that a pollen. Piece. It looks like popcorn. <laughs> it's so big, it looks like popcorn. Hate, everybody's car is lime green in yeah. Atlanta. Now, I, see, now here when I lived in Atlanta, I loved me a good Saturday Sunday car wash, like it was part of my thing. But that pollen, you had to go wash your car at least Daily. twice or three times a week, <laughs> unless you was really just riding around dirty. People were like, all right, I don't know what the fuck, you ain't been nowhere all week, you have to go to work. Like, what's going? on your car is a mess like man a fuck beast. that pollen imagine walking around all of the city and pollen being everywhere <sighs> New York City please and thank you no pollen <laughs> Brian what did you find in them SoundCloud streets on SoundCloud Sally S said ooh how I love this episode I thought the memories I had about NYC were that intense because I was on vacation mode it was in 2014 after I got my master's degree I decided to visit my family for a month in New York City it was my second time in the city so I wasn't completely lost I remember one evening after a long day of sightseeing I stopped at the Starbucks in Union Square uh-huh. ordered a tea and sat on the stairs This cute guy made a compliment about my shoes. I thanked him, and we began a conversation. We chatted for four hours. You guys, they walked from Union Square to Harlem. I love it. I love love it. it. They laughed, flirted, and before I left, he gave me the best kiss I've ever had. We never talked again. No, I'm kidding. shouldn't say that. <laughs> She's like, and then I blocked him. Okay. No, we never, <laughs> we never talk after I got back to Paris. Oh, and she's from Paris. Oh, I can't yes. take this. But it was fun, though. Oh my God. That is, yes. y'all, from Union Square to Harlem. That's a trick. That's 14 to 125. <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> and you know what? That actually brought memories. Uh, when Claude lived in New York, mm-hmm. we used to do this thing because he was always traveling so much because of his career. So he, at the time, lived down, uh, it was near Union Square, mm-hmm. and I lived up in Harlem. So he would walk halfway, and I would walk halfway, and we'd meet somewhere oh, in Midtown, friend. right? And then walk either back up to my <laughs> place or back down to his place. But that was like one of our little summer things where we friend. would do that. Was just, I, thank you. <laughs> I miss that. I love you, Claude. I miss you. Aw. <laughs> but that was such a cute story. That was that a cute story. They walked from, that means that the chemistry was, Woo. Okay. Anyway. I know that's right. He must have been. He must have had on some gray sweats. <laughs> well, <the laughs> and culture. she had a sundress on. <laughs> they was in love. <laughs> oh, I love it. You guys are so mushy. What about you, Dustin? What'd you find in the Twitter street? In the street. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the Hill who tweeted that Green Day's 2004 song "American Idiot" skyrockets to the top of the UK charts ahead of Trump visit. What? Yeah. Wow. Okay, we're going to keep Don't want to be an American idiot. Moving on. I want to give a shout out to our beloved Kia, Dr. Robinson, at Nothing But Treble, who tweeted, I saw this and thought of, look at Dustin immediately, one of Joe Clark's favorite $12 words. And it was a tweet from none other than Miriam Webster, who said, good morning. Today's word of the day is transmogrify, which means to change or alter greatly now. If you're black like me, then you know that transmogrify immediately struck a chord with you because it was one of the things that uh, Joe Clark, Principal Joe Clark on Lean On Me, said that he was going to do to transform and transmogrify <laughs> this school. That's one of the things that he said he was going to do. So Why shout out to Kia like for you? doing that. Also, shout out to at A-L-B-R-E-A-N-N-A, which I guess is Albriana89. 
um, who tweeted a great thread. <gasps> I've read that. Friends? Oh, my God. Like, what? And shout out to her hood-ass mama with the camera oh pants God. and the tent. Oh, my God. What was okay. the thread? What she the tweeted thread? a thread, and the thread so starts good. off with a tweet that reads, I found my biological family. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm an aunt. I'm a granddaughter. The grandmama's the baby. No, I'm just playing. I say that. It says, I mean, it says, I found my biological family. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm an aunt. I'm a granddaughter. Bitch, I'm a relative. A thread. And it goes on to tell how she found, um, how she was an adopted child. Um, Her adopted mother died at 17. And now, years later, she's going on to find her birth siblings and her birth mom. And the story of how everything happened and how she connected. It's all using Ancestry.com, yo. Like, seriously. It's a Raven. great thread. So shout out to that. I also want to give Raven. a shout out to BET, um, who tweeted, Happy birthday to the amazing Tia Maori. Wait a minute. Yep. I also want to give a shout out to... I also want to get a shout out to... I also want to give a shout out to at Lil Uzi Dessert, at Imani or whatever, who tweeted, now I can't listen to In My Feelings without putting that hard really G sound on writing. LL, thanks again, Dustin. I want to give a big, huge shout out to Wait. none other than, now this person, Wait. yes, they did. They did that. They did that. Would you like to see the tweet? Look. <laughs> Look. Here's the tweet yourself. You want to see your friend? Look. 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 Look, BET tweeted happy birthday to Tia Maori. Now, I don't know if you know that there, I, it's one Tia Maori that I know, okay? And I ain't never heard her name by herself. It's always be, been with Tamara, her sister, who I really don't talk about on this show because I have residual, you know, anger feelings from the whole, the real fallout with Tamar Braxton because I really believed in her yes. and Tamara's friendship. And that was one of the things that, that made me love the show. And so once the fallout happened, and then I thought that they were still cool because remember they had got spotted on that airplane together and we thought they were still talking. But come to find out, it was all a big lie. And so I'm just, I still have problems with that. So I love Tamara. There's so wow. many things I miss about enjoying her on The Real because I really haven't watched The Real anymore. And, you know, everybody on The Real just, I, I always liked The Real and I always watched it. The only person who really got on my nerves on there was Jeannie. Um, and come, lo and behold, her and Freddie got a divorce. He ends up being a Trump supporter, and then already got Whoa. somebody else knocked up. So I knew that what that wasn't the right. Divorce make you like Jeannie a little? Yeah, more? it makes me like her more. That's where I was getting oh, okay. to this. Yeah. So like now, I would like to watch the show and enjoy it, but I haven't watched it because of the Tamar thing, and it's just never been addressed. It's never been cleared up, and I really thought that they had real friendships, and I wish people like Lonnie or Tamara would clear it up and just say like, hey. We miss Tamar. We don't know what happened, whatever. And so that's, I don't know how we got there, but BET still <laughs> tweeted that. Like, Moving on. Asante like has James a Ronnie Corker story. <laughs> but we'll come back. We'll get there for sure. <laughs> right now I'm still in tears at this tweet. I, I want to give a shout out to, they tweeted to you. Hey, do you guys follow Jocelyn Hernandez on Twitter? <laughs> no. If you don't, <laughs> please. You need to start because it's always Please something going on. I follow you and Carrie, though, and that's enough. <laughs> so you see Jocelyn's you see <laughs> Jocelyn's Twitter is the New York City of Twitter. It's the Twitter that never sleeps. <laughs> I'm telling you, she tweeted on the 4th of July with no punctuation. <laughs> she tweeted, Please, enough of the fireworks. And now, if you think about her voice, and you hear her tweet, hear her voice, look at the tweet, Brad. 
<laughs> Her tweets look like ransom notes. It's the greatest thing in the world. You have to follow Jocelyn Hernandez on Twitter. And I love Jocelyn, but you know, you have to do that. Um, Oh, God. I love Dustin's love for Jocelyn. I do. I love Jocelyn Hernandez. Um, Yeah, you know, and that is pretty much it that I want to highlight in the Twitter. She said some other political shit I could get into, but I'm trying to avoid all the negativity, you know, like the Trump administration forcing those children who are as young as toddlers to represent themselves in immigration courts. Did you see that? Yeah. Forcing them damn kids. 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 You know, that's that's. You just are the scum of the earth. That's literally a rotten to the core person. Low down, disgusting, like heartless, don't deserve no respect from nobody, deserves to be drugged through the middle of the street, face down, pissed on, stomped on, and run over type person. And people, if there is a hell, you burn in it for shit like that. Mm -hmm. And that's for real. Whatever Mm -hmm. hell ends up being for you, you're going to suffer for things like that. So... I just didn't want to get negative, so I didn't want to bring that up. So anyway, um, I guess I'll close out with something good. Um, shout out to at Dino London or Dino London, whatever you, however you pronounce it. It's London with a Y, L-O-N-D-Y-N, who said, bounce version of Nights, yes, please, and tagged all of us in a bounce version of Frank Ocean's great song, Nights. Oh, yeah, so by Sango. thank you for that. Yeah, by, yep. So I see. So good. By Sango, who... I, I like Sango because Sango's name sounds like a soda. <laughs> and they should, Sango should really consider branding like a soda line. <laughs> Don't it sound like some pop? Uh, give me a grape. What you want? I think I'm going to get a grape Sango. Like, like, <laughs> a, like a orange like a Sango. Fango. Fango. Right. Not Fango. No, Fago. Fago. Fago is Detroit shit. Fago. Mm-hmm. Fan, Fago oh, I'm thinking Fanta. Yeah, but you know it's like Fanta. the plant. Oh, based yeah, on oh. that's Detroit shit. <laughs> I used to love them little See? bottles. Fago is good. Moon Mist. Mm-hmm. Rock and Rye. Ooh. Yes. Ohana Punch and Lemonade. Ooh. <laughs> okay, that yeah. So good. that's it in these Twitter streets, friend. Well, since you mentioned Kia, I had to shout out that she has her Typing Fast and Taking Care event coming up on Friday, August 17th from 7 to 9 p.m. She says it's getting clear about who we are, why we're here, and where we're headed. An evening of insight with Dr. Kia. And it's going to be with wisdom from Shannon Fry's Brit PhD. So make sure you guys support her event. I went to the DC one and it was amazing to be yes. in a room full of all of these PhD team typing fast women that yes. are, you know, higher education. It was brilliant. It was insightful. It was amazing. So please support her. You can go on um, Kia's Instagram where she has her link. I'm sure she has it pinned on her Twitter too. Her Instagram is Tykea Nicole. That's T Y K E I A N I C O L E. It's on her bio. Click that bit.ly link, buy a ticket, and we will see you on Friday, August 17th. And the next day, the we'll next see day. you. At the Friend Zone Live here in New York City. That's right. Tishman Auditorium at the New School Baby. It's time to go down once again. So we'll see you there. You can go to thefriendzonelive.com. Shout out to all the VIPs who was early and never late and okay. sold out the VIP <laughs> tickets. Oh, Thank you so that. much. They're sold out. Yes. That's bonkers. So, but there's still some general admission tickets left. They're moving kind of fast. So please go ahead and get your tickets. This is our three-year anniversary. Three years, you guys. I can't believe oh, that. Oh, my God. Oh, three of them. So it's the third year anniversary show. Come out and see us. It's going to be good. Surprise musical performance. Surprise guests. You know, we're always going to put a plot twist in things. And so I'm really excited. I can't wait. And neither can these 
uh, wonderful people sitting beside me. So we'll see you August 18th in the house, in the his house. Yay. Friend, Come back through. to you. <laughs> Y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? Let's do it. So let's take a little road trip to New Orleans this weekend, this past weekend. Let's talk about Essence Fest. Where do we yes. even start, you when, guys? We where start in the airport. <laughs> That's where we start because... I don't know about y'all, but the airport was jumping, jumping. Everybody was in the airport. Yo, that was the blackest flight I was just about to tell you in my life. Thursday was the blackest flight I'd ever been on, (laughs) and I'm talking from the staff working on the Delta flight. Shout out to I forgot her name, but the attendant was literally getting everybody in the flight drunk. She She had on tight ass purple. She had on on. the purple, which remind me of church. Shout out to Terry (laughs) Terry, which that do look like church. All the black people just look like church in them. I don't know why. I just want to be like, oh, thank you, sister. Thank you to everybody. Uh, she was cracking jokes. Everybody clapped when we landed. I was like, oh, my God. Everyone clapped? Really? Woo! New Orleans, we getting this started. I was like, oh. oh that was he- cute. One thing I will say is everybody going through security has socks on. <laughs> you know, and I'm just going to say that. Y'all can <laughs> interpret it as you wish. But they did. I looked down. Something told me, like, just look down. I looked down. Homegirls had taken out footies. Niggas had on socks. Some people that had on sandals had put on socks to go through security. I said, I now, this is what I'm talking about <laughs> right here. Oh, look, he said black ass flight. <laughs> Asante showing it. That, that was crazy. after everybody had just got finished clapping. I was like, y'all niggas, is for real. I was on my flight with Crystal and Fury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was already jokes. <laughs> Um, Tarana Burke was mm-hmm. on it and when we landed all of us stood up and she was like welcome to Wakanda <laughs> <laughs> and the whole flight busted out laughing so it was just cute it was also really fun to just be on a flight with all of your peers yes mm-hmm. so many people peers. you admire people that you work with that you want to work with just like it's, and all of your friends because all of us were traveling so it was just fun it was cool that's probably my favorite part of Essence is the travel part it really is and you see people who you know that they've planned for this weekend right well and in advance. Advance. I mean, the suitcases to the the sandals to, I told you guys, the crossbody bag. <laughs> Saw a lot of braids. Oh, you know what I'm Lord saying? Friend. Seen a lot of, lot Yo, of sundresses. Asante, I seen walking, Asante was walking me to my hotel one night. I think it was like uh-huh. four in the morning. And I jokingly was like, I can't take Dustin because <laughs> every woman that passes us, I was like, watch the jeweled sandals, <laughs> yep. maxi dresses, and cross the body messenger crossbody mm-hmm. bag, and the braids. And, and literally like seven this, women. Like, it's like two. One, two, three. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, they all have it. This beautiful song. styles, you beautiful colors, dead. beautiful, you know, patterns and prints. But it was always a jeweled sandal, a pedicured foot, a maxi dress, a crossbody bag, and a braid of some sort. Lots of over to one side and then yep. down. Lots of that. That was the um, hit. Yep. Can I tell Lots you of what... braids up into ponytails. So one Lots of my of favorite black moments, though, was getting up um, early at sometimes for some of the events and watching all the black women walk around the hotels. Because mm-hmm. I passed by two or three different hotels and in the lobbies, you literally see the black women in their robes, but their hair wraps. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, for the head scarf. And it was like, raining, too. So okay. did you see people putting that plastic on their head? <laughs> it was I a saw nice so show. many women putting the, taking literally like the little, the little, 
clear plastic bags that they have in the hotels, mm-hmm. and they were taking them and making sure that they were wrapped tight around the edges, <laughs> and that's how they were running across the parking lot because the rain was so random. I saw a couple of women that had them little shiny bonnet things ready. I was like, damn, they knew. They, they knew. That is so funny. It's been amazing. I Listen, that was a really, really fun weekend. They said that 300,000 Plus, more people attended this year than last year. And you felt it. I felt it. Oh, yeah. You I, could yes. barely get through the center. Remember, we were walking through and it mm-hmm. finally got packed. It was yeah. rough. Yeah. And then the dome was completely packed out. The it was convention completely center packed was completely out. packed out. I couldn't even <laughs> oh, go upstairs and be grown. I'm like, damn. And be Because it was packed. <laughs> Normally, when it's not as packed, the seating at the, well... Normally, you know, there's room, you know, and, and space. But there wasn't this time. It was literally sold out. And you know, the Superdome is big. Hell yes. yeah. And we had, I was actually sad because when we saw Mary J perform, mm-hmm. I wanted to stay the entire time. But we had to leave at least like 15 minutes early mm-hmm. to try to beat the whole, the entire Superdome clearing out. Because then trying to get an Uber. It was impossible. And it was $100, remember, for like a nine-minute <laughs> yep. ride from the dome to our hotel. Yeah. It was $100. I had that I was just going to be stuck in traffic because there was no way in hell I wasn't going to see her from start to completion. I knew that, though. And you, just, and you have floor tickets. Yeah, I had to thank God. Shout out to the Plizzug. You know who you is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just, you know, that was a spiritual experience for me. I don't even Tell know where to begin. <laughs> so let's just jump right to that. So Mary J. Blige performed. She came on at about about 1045, would you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around she in there. She too late. Um, and she really just, first of all, her look, she was dripping from head to toe in Dapper Dan Gucci, which I, I could tell it was custom. that oh my God. outfit, that bucket the hat. little hooded, yeah. Oh, Man. it was so Mary J. Blige. It was such a throwback to, you know, the old Mary, but still like new and current and fresh, mm-hmm. just like her. Just She's just timeless. But she came out, she did several songs from like the older albums for the real fans. Not I shouldn't say the real fans, but for longtime the fans. The core fans. Yeah, she did like album cuts from the My Life album, like Never Gonna Live Without You. She did... Um, uh, just all kinds of songs that you had to really be a fan. Like she did a little bit of uh, Love Don't Live Here Anymore, which was a duet she had with Faith, mm. which was amazing. You know, so she hearing her do that live, that was just, it took me over all of it. And her energy kept picking up and the longer that she performed and she got more and more comfortable. We know Mary's been through a lot of personal tragedy recently um, and the fact that she's just been such a trooper and kept going and working straight through it and performing for crowds as big as Essence. She's a headliner every single year. So this is like home for her. Um, and you could tell that she was familiar with the crowd and they were waiting on her. Everybody was singing the songs word for word. That was my first time seeing her live. <sighs> Did you enjoy yourself? I loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were like, I don't even know how I had a voice after because we yep. were, me, Alex, Michelle, all of us were yelling the songs the at the top of our The hits just one lungs. after another after another. And <sighs> they take you back when you hear her singing those songs. It makes you think about where you were and just the music that felt like that. So seeing her, for me, I'm a stand, so you already know what it was. <laughs> I didn't have to cuss nobody out. I heard no negative comments, so that made me feel good because everybody around me, I was, I was guided and protected. <laughs> okay, and surrounded. So I felt good. Um, her little dances. Yep, the dancers who I want to dance for her. I would learn that choreo so fast. I want to <laughs> dance for Mary J. Blige one day in concert. If there's any way that could happen. I really appreciate it. 
My favorite part was the audience was so into it that they were singing yes. every word of every song to the point that she could just stop and point singing, the mic. point yep. the mic, and the concert she just kept moving. One, oh, I'm, I'm going down. Yeah. I'm going down. Yeah, I actually uh, recorded that and posted it on my Twitter because I was like, look how she has us so in our feelings. Right. She was we slick resting. let her sing that. Yeah, I know. She was slick resting, but you know, <laughs> it still was a moment for <laughs> us. Hell Hell yeah. Honestly, if that was any song for her to rest to, it'd be that one because we, I, we was all going down. Screaming. <laughs> oh my real. God. We was, was so all good. under the dome for that one. The whole ooh. world was upside down. Okay. <laughs> Is she on tour? Um, no, she just was on tour. Damn. She just wrapped the tour. Damn. Yeah. I really felt like that wasn't enough. I'm like, sure she's going to go back. Her. I'm sure she's going to go back on tour, though. She right. always, she she doesn't just do like the album cycle tours. She always is on the road. So I she'll be back. I have to see her because that was just, it wasn't enough. The boots, everything. Has the she hair. ever done like Vegas? Um, she performs in Vegas. She hasn't done like a residency yet. That would be yeah, lit. Yeah, she, she has the catalog. She has the fans. Oh, yeah. I would like, go to Vegas for Mary Jane. Yes. Right? Mary in Vegas needs to happen. Ooh. So who else? Who okay. else did you see? Um, Xscape. Let me go ahead and say, let me speak on Xscape real quick. You saw them? Let me speak on Xscape real quick. The, 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 <laughs> the, the, the Seeing them on that stage all together. Four? Okay. All four of them seeing them together on that stage was surreal. We old enough to be remember like the fallout and escapes music and all that shit. So, mm. you know, I, I knew that they had been broken up for years like that. And so seeing them together on stage like that, it kind of gave me chills a little bit. Candy was in good, excellent voice. They can every man wants a woman all they want. But she was singing good in New Orleans. She sounded great. Um, Tamika Scott's butt is huge. What? Um, <laughs> Tiny looked great. Latasha had on mauve lipstick again. You know, she just refuses to let that mauve lipstick and blonde hair go. I don't know who's responsible, but she just refuses. <laughs> so OVO Latasha Scott was there. Y'all know she looked like the OVO Owl. Oh. <laughs> OVO Latasha. She OVO. was there. <laughs> Tasha not nice but I'm telling you but I love Tasha not nice I love Tasha not nice yo yeah I sing up in escape okay not the yuck Tasha and I live up to my and she knows she like to dance hard all the time anyway with the made girl sweats on made girl so you know she anyway which it always says made girl in all caps but they was moving that shit was moving at the Essence Festival though yes. they, was, they was buying up that man oh, girl so a lot oh, of man yes. girls out here that was buying our stuff I Baby. saw it with my own eyes <laughs> speaking of things we just finna bounce all over the place yeah. speaking of things I saw with my own eyes so oh boy I, <laughs> I've been waiting for this and this is like a fusion of the television segment in with the hot button issue a little bit because <gasps> located right next to the area where the Reed's booth was in the actual row oh. that the Reed's booth was <laughs> no. was none other no. than Lisa Nicole Cloud and the Lisa Nicole Cloud collection. Now, if you are familiar with Lisa Nicole Cloud, you know that she is a past cast member on Bravo's Married to Medicine who got on everybody's damn nerves. And so to see her in public and in person, it was kind of, you know, like, okay, wow, that's Lisa Nicole. <laughs> so lo and behold, I don't ask for this shit to happen. It just simply it just, happened to me. I'm standing happens. there in front of the area where the booths are. And I noticed that one of the ladies who was working Lisa Nicole's booth, like, literally just walked away. 
And so it wasn't that she walked this away quickly. This had to happen when y'all was like, I couldn't man. believe, I odds? could not believe it. <laughs> it wasn't like she walked away fast or hard, but it was something about the way that she was making her exit that caught my attention. So I just happened to look over there, and who do I notice? Because Lisa Nicole, let me tell y'all, she was there, and you know she looked cute or whatever. She had on like a like an emerald green, like wide leg crepe like pantsuit, right? Was it Lisa Nicole Cloud original? I hope so, because it was actually cute, and it was like off the shoulders, and it was the same like green crepe, like kind of a full sleeve or whatever. Her hair was pulled back in a ponytail and down in the back. She looked tired. She had them basset hound eyes. She looked, you know, like sad. <laughs> and tired and shit but she looked pretty she looked really pretty and what made me notice it was the the you know crepe is a light it's heavy but it's light like a summer crepe and it was like drifting and she like went and chased after this woman Lisa Nicole was moving so damn fast you would think that I don't know what was going on but she like trotted and like literally like picked up the pace and kind of ran after this woman reached out and grabbed the woman's wrist. Well, that only lasted for a split hair because, uh, uh, you know, like literally the lady took her wrist and snatched it out of her, her hand. And my daddy told me how to do that, you know, which way to point your wrist downward to angle it to get out of somebody's grip like that. And that's exactly what she did. So she snatched her arm out of Lisa Nicole's grip and never turned around, never broke stride, kept going forward. That's how I knew that this was a disagreement for sure. And so then Lisa Nicole turned around mumbling profanity, you know, with a screw face. She was pissed, obviously, and walked back across to her thing. And it tripped me out because it was literally like watching a reality show in front of my face. Were people like staring? I was. (laughs) I don't know if nobody else clocked it because real talk, people was kind of looking the other way. But I was watching her because I know who she is. And so I saw all of this happen and it just was, it really tripped me out because it was like watching, it was like reality show theater, like live Before in front of your eyes. face. Yeah, it was great. Asante had me dead because he was doing that zoom in sound on Insta stories. <laughs> <laughs> he I mean, zoomed into her booth, little billboard. Man. I was like, Asante, why are you doing that? Because every woman should be what, Asante? <laughs> Two things. This is Lisa Nicole's slogan. She said, "Every woman should be two things." Hold on, I have I have visual of this right now, mm-hmm. friend, because I feel like you want to see it again. So I'm going to show you exactly what you should be. Because what the her banner for yeah, her? Because you know why, friend? Because I because every woman mm-hmm. should be two things: classy and fabulous. And so it's coming from Lisa fucking Nicole. So Clyde. be fabulous in a Lisa Nicole. Y'all had me. So you know dead that could be the black bitch of the week. <laughs> All right. Ooh, com. Listen, I couldn't believe I saw her. Then the other booth over there that really had tripped me out. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> the power suits. Yeah, power suits with the leg up. It looked like she was doing a cha-cha slide when they took the picture. Right foot, let's stomp. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then the other booth that really had tripped me out. You know, it was the funniest thing. Everybody's booth had these yellow banners with, like, black letters. Same font, same script, everything. Oh, You know, one would say, like, the Reed Podcast or, like, Cynthia Bailey Eyewear, Erica by Erica Campbell Hair or, you know. Black Women Work Out. Yeah, you know, whatever the the brand was. And then there was a booth that said, (laughs) literally, 
Bernadette Stannis, Thelma from Good Times. <laughs> That's what the banner said. The but her shit was jumping. Yo, all weekend long. Twenty dollars to take a picture. And but she the line good. was long the whole time we were there. It sure was. She's spending the money on that La Mer cream face cream or something because she looked good as hell. She looked like a smooth thirty five. <laughs> and she was on Good Times, so hell, you already know. How could we even vote when Good Times was on? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling you, she look homegirl look good. Did you get to see Miguel perform? No, I didn't. I would have lost it, but that's okay because right. we'll catch him next month. That's true too. Yep, we'll catch him next month. Who else did you see perform? Because I didn't really get to see too many. I saw Mary J, mm-hmm. Janet, mm-hmm. and Janet was. Janet it was, was my Janet. first time seeing her live too, so that was amazing. She looked incredible. Honestly, it blew me away as soon as she stepped on the stage. You know, it was that feeling of like, oh my God. That's Janet She's Jackson. She's fucking like, legendary. Yes. She looks beautiful. I love the ponytail. You kept making me laugh. <laughs> she was whipping her ponytail. Literally, I always think that. I know she wanted to take that shit off and go home and pick that baby up, but she looked good <laughs> as hell. It's Janet Jackson. It's Michael Jackson's sister. Right. So it's just like crazy to even see her in front of your face. You know what I mean? She looks so good. She did amazing. Her energy was lit the whole oh, time. The whole time. Corey Choreo getting hit with mm-hmm. no problems. You Think about all the iconic things that she's done, the If video, the Pleasure Principle video, the Rhythm Nation video. These are dance. These are moments in dance that, like, define the shit and made people change the way they move to music. Right. And so she, when you think about all she's done, like, whether that's your cup of tea or not, you got to give respect where it's due and just literally enjoy the show. And then Fantasia. Fantasia. Oh, don't even get me started. Oh, my God. Lord Jesus. Fantasia took everything out of my life. And Everyone she can have was it crying. You, how, how could you not? You must how be a Republican. That's the only <laughs> way you can you have not? been affected by that because on a humane level, you know what I mean? That's That shit touched you. What we're talking about is that before Fantasia did lose to win, which is enough to take you out in just, and of just itself. A, just saying. Let's be clear. Just hearing her sing lose to win is enough to literally rip your emotions out of your body and set them in front of you on a charger plate. But... <laughs> Beyond that, she had a video montage that showed footage from her baby brother, Xavier, who was involved in a terrible uh, accident and had to have multiple, multiple surgeries. I didn't know that had happened. Oh, my God, yes. And she, she's she been really public about it on, like, her Instagram and stuff. Mm, but um, she, so he literally was, like, this close to death. He was near death. And so right before she starts singing, finishes singing Lose to Win, he rolls out in a wheelchair Dressed, handsome, looking nice, and dancing and, and healthy, singing. healthy, looking healthy, healthy and healed. Singing along to the words of Loose to Win with emotion on his face and, like, raising his hands in the air. And literally, thug tears rolled down <laughs> my face. Okay, Amory came singing, rolling down my right. face. Like, it was gone. Even the ugly people, their tears was rolling down their backs. But oh, you know what? Because oh they was getting away from their face. <laughs> That's always been a great, great joke to tell. You so ugly, your tears roll down your back because they don't want to be seeing your face. That's always been a great joke to tell. But Fantasia had everybody in there in tears booing. Like, how could you not? And and she already sings. She's such a soul singer that touches you and shit. Man. She's just low-key Fantasia's like R&B like royalty. Yes. Oh, she's yeah. well on so her great. way to becoming like she a legend. For real. Awesome catalog. Like oh many God. different types of things she's done. Like, and then when she fun. yells away from the microphone and goes, <laughs> like, I love that part. That little lip quiver yes. kept taking me down. And then she performed Free Yourself. And oh I just, God. I was done after that. I can't. That was, was my first amazing. time seeing her live as well. Sheesh, I haven't seen a lot of people. What about that Black Street reunion? That was 
good. It sounded good, didn't it? <laughs> It sounded good. They looked like an old ass village people, but like one of them was like a, a like a, a easy pass toll man. One of them oh, was like a, um, my God. a no, but a what about Aaron Hall? Oh, Aaron Hall, I miss you. Singing, singing to uh, Flintstones, chewable vitamins. That's who we need to be talking to you, baby, about a chewable vitamin. Aaron Hall looked like he needed, you know, uh, infusing. Mm-mm. You know vitamins. And he had the he had the G unit uh, wife beater. Tank on. Yeah. yeah, that was. <laughs> um, you know who looked really good? Who? Ashanti. Ashanti. Looked I didn't and see sounded Ashanti. Good. Ashanti looked really good. She, she looked sound and good sounded too. really yes. good. She was, was she with Ja Rule? No, she oh. was um, with some with Ja Fools. D- Dougie the dancer. Fresh. Dougie Fresh. It was like Dougie Fresh presents Ashanti. So like Ashanti came out first and did like a whole thing. And she looked oh, and sounded shit. great, but she gonna have to get that choreo together. She did a, oh my God. What did she perform? um, She did like, um, um, uh, I can't think of the name of the song. Um, Foolish. The Way That I Love You. She did Foolish. She did Say Less. Less, And she did one of those Murder, Inc. um, I Want to Be Your Chick or whatever. Mm. She down ass bitch. Ain't that the name of the song? (laughs) Yeah, I think that is. Well, yeah, but she did it. And she likes her voice. You know, she's in some of the best vocal like form of her life. Yes. So she sounded great. She looked beautiful it's just the choreo she did a little bounce montage where she was dancing or that whatever did she do the little floor thing that she does that everyone she did in a Santi school but she bent over a chair you know I was waiting for it right yeah. that would have been for the culture no. she should have done it she needs to own it she you know what in, in the Say Less video there were like a lot of like ridiculous things happening she looked so cute in that showing. video though she did look cute in the video and, and watching it back after like the fifth or sixth time because I hated like the first two or three right but after watching it you know she's doing the whole like TMZ always got some shit to say it would have been funny in the video if she did the scoop it would have made me appreciate it more because right. right. she looked great though she but did. Ashanti is the type of person who don't want to look stupid so a certain risk what? she won't take well, you know what I, I mean she got pride saying. you can tell in the choices <laughs> but yes but she sounded great but the Black Street reunion though I'm telling you it was they was up there and they sounded good but then as soon as you turned around it was just like whoa <laughs> I low-key bunch of sitcom dads you know what I'm saying I wish that um, (laughs) we were saying that it would have been dope if Janet and Blackstreet had done that oh yeah but Janet probably was like fuck that shit I'm 51 and look at me you think I'm finna get up here (laughs) and look old next to y'all like no thank you she probably was not with it Teddy Riley's getting a star looking like Teddy oh good for him he deserves it isn't that amazing he deserves it I just saw the article today Asante is down Dustin's over here they did. They all looked like a whole bunch of sitcom dads, a whole bunch of Carl Winslow's and Uncle Phil's and shit. That's what Black Street looked like. It looked like Black Highway, Black Road, Black Road, Black U.S. Road. You know, it could be them U.S. Tens and shit. It looked like one of them. That's what Black Street looked like. Sounded great. Aaron Hall too. They sounded great. Let's talk about Dave Hollister. Dave Hollister still be dressing. With his spark, with his uh, sequin red jacket, he okay. looked great though. He, he did. Sounded great. Dave Hollister has always been one of the men that could dress. Dave Hollister used to dress well. Carl he Thomas like he dressed smells well. Good, right? Well, yeah, a friend, the shirt looked, <laughs> the jacket did look clean. It definitely looked like it came from the cleaners. Tank. So I'm sure there was a scent. Tank was there. He performed my prerogative, which was kind of weird wait, to me. Tank performed mm-hmm. my prerogative. He came out. And he performed my prerogative, which, you know, he just had that, like, public spat with Tamar Braxton. Yeah. And so over her fire and her band. And so then it got, like, kind of weird between them. And so for him to come out singing. Was he in her band? 
No. Mm-mm. So. He was in her business. <laughs> but, you know, it's not for me to say because I like Tank's music. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he came out and sang my prerogative like everybody's talking all this stuff about me. And I was just like, so are you oh, enjoying this you. publicity thing? Or is this like uh, just you just decided to sing this shit? I don't know. But what was funny was when Tank was singing it, he sounded like Keith Sweat. Everybody talking <laughs> stuff about me. That's how he sounded. And then Keith, Keith Sweat came yeah, out. And Keith Sweat sounded good. He sounded like Keith Sweat, but it was Keith Sweat, you right. know? He so he looked sounded good yeah. Casey. Keith Sweat looked like Marsha Warfield. <gasps> Casey. Oh, KC came out with Fantasia. KC came out with Fantasia. Baby. KC came out with Fantasia <laughs> and was singing. Yo, when me? he came out. Man. First of all, I was joking with our friend Whitney, uh-huh. and I was like, how crazy would it be if, if Casey and JoJo were, were here, too? Because they had so many throwback acts, and we were, like, cracking up about that. And she was like, I don't think they're here. And next thing you know— Fantasia brought her cousin out. And he comes out and sang, but he sounded great. He sure did. He, I'm he glad. sounded great. Last time, whose mama was that? That was Anthony Anderson's mama, who he took his hand and, like— like like ruffled her wig when he was singing on that VH1 performance. Did you see that? So I was just glad he didn't put his hands in nobody's hair. And now you can doc, you can look that up. What and was my it. time? Keep slipping away from me. <laughs> time. Yes. Keep slipping away from me. That's what it was. We got to see um, Louis York and Louis the Oh, my York. God. First of all, I wanted to cry to know that my best babies, friends, my best friends, were at Essence Fest in their own show. Killing shit. Killing Fucking it. it up. They looked amazing as looked always because their costumes. Shout out to Bria. Who, I, need to, I want to join the workshop just so I can get the outfit. So right. Like, I don't know what I got to do. I just want to have an outfit. Right. The I'll shake a tambourine. Okay. <laughs> Not even an outfit change. Unless that comes included, I'll take that too. And you know what was my favorite part? Because they the Shandellas are like still new on the scene. Louis York is still building out as an act because people know them as writers and producers. Of course. Mm-hmm. But they were doing so well and sounded so amazing that you saw the crowd. Like, people were kind of looking like, who? Like, what's going yeah, on? Like, what's yeah, what's going on over mm-hmm. there? Like, who's singing like that? And before you knew it, I turned around and the whole lounge was just full. Full. First of all, Claude, um, Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony were in rare form on Sunday night oh, in that Super Lounge. The yo, way Chuck was playing that piano Chuck, and dancing, you see the way Claude was, was dancing and zone. singing, they were, I, they were zoned Fran was out. like, do you see Chuck? I said, the glasses is gone. It's over. Chuck <laughs> was fucking it up. Period. It Claude fucking up. it up. The Shandellas fucked it up. They can't, everybody's energy was on a thousand when they came out to perform. They didn't come to play with Essence. <laughs> they didn't. Like, for real. And they the literally outfits. were on game ready. I loved going, um, I had to run around to do a bunch of different shit at the dome but I love when I was actually leaving out of the Shindellas performance to go get somebody and I remember people coming up and they were like let's go let's go you hear that you hear that like, like they didn't really? even know what they were coming into it. shout out to everybody that has not been to the Essence Festival when you go use a pro tip download the app and look to see who all is performing in the Superdome and the Super Lounges all that information always changes like the week of but check all that stuff so you can see as many acts as you can because on the side stages you get dope people like Lewis York who was, shelling, who was sharing their space with the Shindellas so you can experience them. Molly Music was also doing <gasps> a side stage. Let's talk about Molly Music. <sighs> <laughs> Molly Music had First on of all, a he's great, so cute. 
He uh, is a great charismatic <laughs> performer. Very charismatic. That Molly music. That Very jacket, right? That black sequin jacket. Fire. Fire. He did a great job. I mean, and he is a perform. He's a performer. Mm. Yes. The Game voice is, is on point, energy. and that stage presence is like on point, like acupuncture. <laughs> so I didn't get to see Ro James. He had Man. on some dope ass blue, oh like patent leather pants. Ro like, James, you talking about a performance look? But he always looks fresh. fresh. Ro James always looks fresh as fuck, yeah, cool and he really look. outdid himself for his Ro Gang. Ro yeah, James, yeah. he was jamming. <laughs> Y'all heard his whole thing. His I only got set. to hear like a song no. and a half, two but songs. He killed was, it. Yes, we hit it to the main stage to see Fantasia. Man, I'm so sad. I missed that. I miss Ro and. You know who else I was sad I missed Division. Oh, me too. Yeah, I, I could I kick Division. myself for they that. They were right after Lewis York in the same yep. stage too. Yep. But I forget why did we leave? Oh. I don't remember what. <laughs> Every time I think about that, because I get mad. But we, that's okay. Well, because we were part. Well, I know I had to leave because I was partly working, and that's why it was kind of fun being at the Essence Festival working because you never know who you're going to see and where you're going to see them. Yeah. Speaking of which, I bumped into Tootie. Oh my God! I was so <laughs> Tootie, mad. Tootie, big free Tootie. Yes. Tootie, toots, Tootie. I did. I would have freaked out though cried. so I'm kind of glad I was I standing there and Tootie was looking at me because I was seriously looking like a weirdo she kind of standing there looking like and then she goes she goes what's going on you okay and I was like I'm sorry Tootie I am just a huge fan and I love you and she said it's okay because I love you too and I was like oh Tootie you don't even know bless her heart they it was Tootie man and she looked amazing <laughs> I, I know her nails so were popping weren't they oh my god yes and then you know she proceeded to go to her stage and fuck it up and they actually had I two sets I can't believe I missed that and they actually had two sets on their stage so shout out to Big, Big Frida come out one more time. We got to meet Big Frida. We sure did. Yeah. Shout out to Big Frida. Oh my okay, God. Big Frida and Small Frida. But what made together. me laugh is when Alex was talking to Big Frida and was telling her, um, like Kid Fury and Crystal were prepping for their show and Frida was in the back with us. And she was like, yeah, Kid Fury had his name as Small Frida on Twitter <laughs> for a long time. And she was like, oh. <laughs> she busted out laughing. <laughs> That's so I just love the reaction. It was just so fucking funny. Small she was like, freedom. "Now I know." She says she used to get a bunch of screenshots mm. of tweets that said "small freedom." <laughs> uh, but that was amazing. That was such a treat because you know how we feel about freedom. That's so a three sixty moment. When yes. when she was walking up, remember walking up the little ramp mm -hmm. in the back? We were like, "Okay." Okay, okay, how do we not stand right. out right now and just be easy I remember and be going, cool? Oh, my God, Frida. I was like, fuck <laughs> it, it's Big Frida! Shit. <laughs> that was so amazing. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, I'm trying to think who else I got to see perform. I, I got to randomly see, um, oh. <laughs> Who'd you randomly uh, see? LMA perform. For yes, other. we did. <laughs> Y'all was making fun of me dancing like the auntie in the corner. I recorded Asante and his feelings. Dancing the boot up. The feelings. <laughs> mm -hmm. Boot up is a jam. See, yeah, Ella Man, she sounded great. She sounded great. She looks she, amazing. I want to know what her skin tone is. Ella not Ella Mayo, so don't start. <laughs> I would love to know what her skincare regimen is because she looked so good. She did she look did. very juicy and sounded, berries. Right, sounded great. Shout out to Issa Ray, too. Man, shout out to Issa Ray. Issa Ray, so damn fine. Let me tell y'all. So, we were there <laughs> on Saturday, we were there working. We were recording the first episode of the Insecurity Podcast. Podcast with Issa Rae and Yvonne Orji. Big kid killer shit, but go <laughs> ahead. Did she bring her man? No, we funny. met her man too. Oh my god, Yvonne! I was like, god. I was like, heard a lot about you. Hmm. <laughs> he's gorgeous, by the way. They look um, good together. Oh, they look amazing Ooh, they together. And he's so nice, and she was talking to us about him, and he just sounds like a unicorn. She really, she really hit the lottery with that one. Wish them well, unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> 
see that unicorn. <laughs> but when we were in the room, Crystal and I um, just make sure all the tech part was prepped. So when Issa and Yvonne walked in, we can just like get to work. When Issa walks in, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, when you look at someone like, how do you look like that? Mm-hmm. Her skin, her teeth, Popping. her hair, Popping. her body. Then she had on like this yellow, uh, how would you describe jumpsuit that? Jump, yeah, like mm-hmm. a jumpsuit, but it had like the low cut so you could see the cleavage mm. and the side boob. She's her, a fucking cover Yo, girl. it just made no sense. Mm. We all were like in awe, just like in She's awe. She's gorgeous. Issa Stunning. Rae is gorgeous. Like, yeah. And then I love it because her makeup is like, it kind of looks like no makeup mm-hmm. makeup, like really natural and shimmery and dewy. Yeah. She's just so beautiful. And we had a blast. Um, shout out to Yvonne, too, who came in with this, like, navy blue body con that had, like, a white ruffle at the bottom and this, like, six-inch heel white shoes. Like, they Stunning came in. Her, me yeah. and Crystal were like, yo, we got to yes. step our game up. Because <laughs> they came in killing. And it's just so exciting to just see these two beautiful-ass black women that Doing are out here just being thing. incredible. And then... Uh, unapologetically themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they were cracking us up. Shit. Wait till y'all hear that first episode. You could only imagine with the two of them. They're polished. They're so polished. really polished. And so funny. Yeah. Like... So funny. So then we went, after we recorded that, they had the Insecure party. They called it the Wind Down. And then that's when we saw Ella May and she came and performed and all the fine-ass people that were at that event. Yes. Everybody was there looking good. You know well, I don't know all the characters' real names, but you know, I was gonna say Daniel was there. Daniel is very <sighs> handsome. I saw him at at the convention center. Did you? Yes. Mm-hmm. He was sitting behind us on the at the event, and I turned around at one point because Lisa shouted him out because he's in he's the lead in the new Purge movie. Yeah, mm. I did see that. That's the only reason incredible. I want to watch it because I've seen his. Yeah, I think I want to see. It. I heard that it's like really Somebody really told good. Me it was good. Yeah, everybody's saying. Well, part. we're gonna see it just so here to support him. Yo, yes. let's go see it. Let's, let's go, go see it. This Daniel, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Dro was in the building. Dro was in the building. Uh, Shout out to my sis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. See, I, he's so stupid. <laughs> Shout out to the sis. Okay. Dro is cool as hell. Um, I, I saw, I ran into the budget Nista who was there and she yes, was there. Uh, Tiffany. Yes. Uh, Shout out to her. Shout out to everybody that's gone up to her and talked to her and showed her love. Yo, she told us, she was like, after being on your show, she said that it has been insane. Like people just hitting her up. Good. And she said the attention and the traffic and just the love that you guys, the friend zone base has shown her has been out of this world. So thank, thank you, you guys. guys. Right? <laughs> yeah. For real. Because she said she's been on like tons of different platforms like reputable platforms different types of media and she said she's never received a response the way that she's received since being on our show which is great because she not only is she like talented and very very skilled in her you know area of expertise she's got a great personality right so she's a great interview yeah Yeah, so you can like stay on her she needs to be visible like that I agree she's got that kind of personality and it was nice bumping into her yes and bumping into her she was also there with Lonnie Love who I bumped into please tell this story well, she was there with Tiffany, or they were talking, and then I was like, hey, Lonnie Love. And I introduced myself. She was like, oh, I know who you are. I've listened to your podcast. And I was oh, like, oh, okay, so I heard a few episodes. So what you're saying, Lonnie, <laughs> is that you know how we feel. So since you're listening, <laughs> since we have your ear, Lonnie Love. Can I just say, before you get started, yes. I will never forget. And this is like no love or hate. It was just funny when that, well, not funny, but when that Tamar thing broke, when she said, I woke up from a nap. 
Like, I will never forget how that part took me out. She's like, of course she was She was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, her phone blew up. And she's like, I just know that I woke up and a decision was made or whatever she said. I was like, of course she just woke but up. But I wish you, y'all could have seen Asante's face when he was telling me the story because he was sipping on this juice. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and he had the straw. He was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I listened to a couple episodes and then put his mouth around the straw. Okay. Because Lonnie know what's up. And plus, Lonnie is from Detroit, so I know the way she's wrapping her brain around this. So since you're listening, Lonnie, I just would love for you to take an opportunity. You know, I haven't totally given—I'm looking at you funny, but I haven't totally (laughs) given up on you. And I wish you would just take an opportunity to speak up and be vocal about what happened. And also be—not even—it's not of our business even what happened. But just speak up and let Tamar know you love her and mend the relationship. The fans would like to see that. (laughs) Damn, Lonnie. You know, it's not like we asking for a lot. Make up. Shit. That's all we want y'all to do. And you wrong. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I just said that because you was listening. <laughs> who else did y'all bump into? Damn. Um, who else did oh, we bump Angela. Into? Angela Rye, always I on the scene. I say Angela Bassett. I said like, ah, <laughs> oh, damn. I wish. Nigga, I you wish. saw Mary J. Blige with her Fendi prints on at the uh, convention center, didn't you? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, let she was just walking something. down the convention No, no so let me tell you. So you know how Crystal... I would have lost it. You know how Crystal has security, right? Yeah. So Mary J. Blige, they had like a bunch of... Like she had her own security and then the venue security. Oh, so when shit. So storm, when she stormed in, okay, they like... It was like a big swarm and all the aunties was moving out the way and they all pulled... It, like all you seen was a big amoeba moving towards you and everybody simultaneously trying to like pull their phones out and move. And I was like, damn. Mary J. And she went from like one stage because she had, you know, she was booked and busy. She went from like the Sears stage where she was talking about whatever to back to, uh, she has a sunglasses line with LL Cool J's wife. And she had to come oh, to that so stage. Oh, so she was performing. And their setup was nice. No, in the convention center, I think she was, it was just like a little interview before she had, or it was the Walmart stage, but it was like a little interview and then. Uh, she had the, to talk about her glasses. The Walmart stage was huge. The AT&T stage was huge. The AT&T stage was the main stage that said Essence real big, right? Oh, the AT&T stage was pretty. That it was had, like, the, all the lights Yeah, and that stuff. was the smaller one where uh, Lorenz Tate was in. <gasps> Can we talk about... I saw him backstage. Did y'all the, see him? I, we sure did, because when we were walking past, I saw... <laughs> saw Tate's crack. She loved a, love a little taste. Uh, okay. I saw... <laughs> Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. With three mattress models, the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential, Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Not to mention, the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. And it's delivered right to your door in a small, how do they do that? Sized box with free sh- shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. But the best part is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's. Woo! With Casper's one hundred night. <laughs> Casper's. Okay, with the cat. Word the, to Mama D. Uh, with the cat that's got my tongue. <laughs> Casper's one hundred night. There's that cat again. There's that cat again. You, slept, you slept so good on your Casper I mattress. Did. You're just having trouble Look, getting it together. And, and I'm not lying to you when I say I miss my Casper mattress right now. So I really want to get through this so I can get right back to it. Listen. And so you can you can experience Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. As I just said, I have a Casper mattress, and I cannot wait to get back to it. 
That is word to real life. I just did laundry before I left for the Essence Festival. So I had fresh sheets put on the bed. So when I returned, I was able to lay my head on my pillow and my Casper mattress with its beautiful, fresh sheets. It was amazing to just roll my body on that bed. And I can't wait to get right back to it. What about when you opened it up? When I opened up that mattress, it was like love at first sight because I remember looking inside and being like, damn, that whole thing is my bed. And then when I pulled it out and it just kind of stretched itself out onto my, mm-hmm. my, my my box spring and it said, damn, this is my new home. And I said, yes, girl, this is <laughs> it's me and you now with mattress wide open <laughs> and mattress wide open because I love sprawling my body out on that mattress. And it sprawled itself out on that box spring. And it was a beautiful match made in heaven. I can't wait to get back to it yet again. <laughs> a beautiful so. Match made <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, it's like, now we on a cloud. So, get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash friendzone and using friendzone at checkout. That's casper.com slash friendzone. Offer code friendzone for $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. I saw the big uh, banner that said he was about to be there in a few minutes, and I was like, Crystal and Asante, y'all have to stop. Love Jones. And I literally had to box out through the crowd to get close to the stage because I love him. I don't care that he's like five feet tall. And his skin looked really good. He's Did you see beautiful. That? Yes. He's my forever crush. And his eyeballs are really white <laughs> in person, like super, like stark cocaine white, like white. His eyebrow, his eye eyebrows, eyeballs. His eyeballs are super white. His skin was really smooth. He looked really healthy. I don't know what it is. I just have always had such a fucking crush on him, and it just hasn't gone away. And so I was freaking out. And then at one point, he was talking, and he looked over in my direction and smiled. And Crystal was like, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, no. Brandy oh, was no. looking cute, though. You know. Ah, <laughs> she was ready. She ready. She ready. I also saw. That made my day. Hi, I, Lorenz. I randomly in the convention center saw uh, the man's. T- uh, Tamala Tamala and, oh, and, and Mr. Um, Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We heard her singing when we were walking past, right? Oh, David, man. Second, yeah, David. Tamala and David. Mr. <laughs> Ain't she um, Minnie's mama on Little Women Atlanta? Snoop Dogg was also there promoting his gospel album while we're at it <laughs> since we want to talk about Let's talk about foolish things. <laughs> oh my Snoop God. Snoop Dogg performing his gospel album. He had on a choir robe that was like printed like a, bland, a bandana. Let me tell you, somebody what? did have on no, a I'm choir robe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were dead ass. One of the artists that performed on Sunday <laughs> did have on like a, a, it wasn't a choir robe. It almost looked like one of somebody higher up in the church, but it Who? was like. I don't want to say the art. Queen Latifah? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, <laughs> no, no. Don't bring Ooh, that up. Ooh. <laughs> what color was it? Well, no. So it was SWV Yellow had on sequence. <laughs> oh, Escape. No, are you you about to talk about SWV and them jerseys? Yeah, they had on they had on sequin baseball jerseys tucked in to like sequin knee skirts that swing. Like think about like a sock hop skirt, you know what I'm saying? Like them them sixties like a diner skirt. She had a Johnny Rocket skirt. They had on like black sequins like Johnny Rocket skirts, and they had on black. Like, you know them baseball jerseys Mary had on in the um, Real Love video? Mm-hmm. Imagine that covered in sequence. Lily said Lily on the front. Coco said Hot Coco. And Taj just said wow. Taj. And they were literally tucked into skirts. And they were moving slow with, like, ankle boots on. It was really bad. I saw the picture you tweeted. <laughs> it was really bad. But they sounded good. Them and vocals. Dustin gone tweeted with no comment, which makes it even <laughs> I was like, I hate what he does. <laughs> Because it just comes up on your feed, like, silently. (laughs) 
I can hear his laugh every time he does it. Oh, my God. We saw Pam and Gina on the Coca-Cola stage. I saw that. Right? Um, Shout out to my friend, um, Jose. Hey, Hollywood. Jose Ramos, Hollywood, who was booked by Coke. He taught dance classes all weekend for Coca-Cola. And he actually has a Coca-Cola commercial out right now. Big shit. But he was the the plug that got us backstage at the Coca-Cola stage with Fonsworth Bentley. And we was able to, like, take pictures and shit back there. Coca-Cola's little set. Coca-Cola, please. Coca-Cola's little section was popping. It was. It was. Like, for real. The Coca-Cola stage. Don't sleep on the Coke stage. No, the Coke stage is where all the shit be going down. They got the dancers. That stage is lit. And speaking of, all the stages that have, like, little DJs, them DJs be... Well, going actually, off at the convention every, center. I was about to say, actually, every one of the DJs be going off all over New Orleans during this weekend because in the convention center they were going off, and several of the hotels that they were hosting the DJs was going off. You know, the Sheraton is always the blackest hotel of them all, <laughs> and I was at the, every city, every major event weekend. You know, the Sheraton is the black hotel, <laughs> and I had some a little business at the Sheraton or whatever. So when I was leaving, not a little business, I, you know, when I was leaving, no, it was real business, not that kind of business. <laughs> But when I was leaving, um, I just looked around and it was people coming in bopping. The DJ was playing T.I., what you know about that. Um, everybody was drinking. I'm like, this, I, all I could hear, all I could see was Nene's high heels. I was getting outside of that Range Rover. <laughs> I could just hear her voice, woo, child. <laughs> The ghetto, but it was lit though. The Sheraton is always the black hotel. At the hotel we were staying at, there was a Shea Moisture pop up, and they had a DJ. Oh my god, that pop that was huge! <laughs> Shout out to everybody. I had fun at the Shea Moisture pop up. They had <laughs> breakfast. Got his hair done. They had y'all. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It felt like they had two different DJs for two different sets. They had everybody in there. They had a dude in there lining people up. They had people twisting hair. They had people doing all sorts of stuff in there. I was like, oh hell yes, I am. A Shea Moisture King this weekend. <laughs> okay. Used everything. And even in the convention center, they was giving away full-size free products. And then the last day, they was uh, selling everything cheap as hell in the pop-up. So I was able to get, like, Shea, uh, Shea Moisture soap that's normally, like, twelve ninety nine for a dollar. Oh, Trial shit. Trial-size things for I the free skis. Oh, it went down, baby. That's why I checked my bag. We saw Cynthia Bailey backstage. She Cynthia did. Bailey was looking good as hell. She looked beautiful. She was like, Dustin, where you going? <laughs> okay. Um, who else did we see? Um... I, well, I actually, okay, so when the Re was hosting the Super Lounge, which, first of all, shout out to the Re for doing shout that. Shout out to the Re. Like, they were sold, sold out show all weekend. First just podcast invited to like, the Essence integrated Festival. on the bill with everybody. It was right, crazy. Right there under Janet Jackson's name. But because, you know, we had those credentials to get back there, my dumb ass had went through the wrong like super lounge backstage oh, one time shit. I was coming back because oh, all the people see is the badge so you can walk go in walked in what? 112's dressing room you walked in the 112 yeah well oh, green room shit. not dressing room dressing room green room whatever where the players dwell yup walked past um, Victory um, Boyd yes, yes Victory Boyd's dressing room who else's dressing room was back there was a bunch of people I walked right in 112's <laughs> green room so I was like Cupid turned around and walked right back the fuck Um, It was just great. Essence Fest was great. And the one thing I really love about the Essence Fest is the fact that people dance everywhere. I mean, down the hallway, on the street, singing, dancing everywhere. At that Superdome during the concert is the best one because everybody's singing and dancing to the same thing and on beat. I've never seen this many strangers (laughs) in one group dancing on beat. It was beautiful. Can I tell you? On Bourbon Street, on Padres, on mm-hmm. in the convention center, it, like 
at least five different places boot up played oh, and niggas congregated and sang I remember being in one of the stores and everybody's heard, it came on the radio and everybody's went feelings yeah, yeah. <laughs> so deep in my feet yeah. and like everybody and I was like shit I'm, I'm about to get it in too like we all don't even know each other the black national to the damn song. that was definitely definitely the essence fest theme it was boot up it was. and then the last night we went to Cafe Du Mom because I'd never had a beignet yes. what did you think it was so good Delicious. I had it with some hot chocolate mm-hmm. we had so much Frozen fun even though it was like LA. 4 in the morning I was like I have no business eating that's this the right time now. to go it I makes know. it magical they have all the little lights on the um, the little yellow yeah. lights and it was so crowded yes. it was a long ass line we had amazing. to kind of wait a little bit to get a table I was like this is crazy it's 4 in the morning but they were so good so, so good. good and let me tell y'all how the next day when I got in my Uber to uh, go to the airport, airport mm-hmm. The driver and I, like, were talking, having a whole conversation. He was cool as hell. He was from New Orleans. And he told me that he met his wife at Essence Fest. He was her driver. Really? Four years prior. He said Damn. he had driven her and her homegirls to the hotel. He had actually picked her up. He said that it was his first day working with that limo company. And he's sitting in the office. And it was supposed to be some, another driver that had gotten stuck in the traffic. Because you know how that traffic is mm-hmm. crazy oh during Essence Awful. Fest. Like, it is nuts. So he said the boss was like, yo, you know, it's hella last minute. But you're going to have to take this this uh, ride and go get them because they're already at the airport waiting. You know, it's going to make them look bad. So he was like, don't worry, I got it. Somehow he got through. He goes, he said it was love at first sight. As soon as she came to the car and she sat in and he said he asked her later, like, if she would be down to link up and go to dinner. And he said they spent every day of Essence Fest together. Wow. And then they, like... When she was leaving, he was driving her to the airport. He was like, when am I going to see you again? And she said to him, well, when's the next New Orleans event? And he was like, well, my birthday is next month. And she was like, bet. And she came. And then (laughs) the next month. And he said she moved to New Orleans and they have babies. Oh, my God. They've That's been together amazing. for four years. So he was like, don't sleep on your driver next time. I'm with it. Word I out. was like, that's fucking amazing. That's how I left Essence Fest. Wow. Him telling me that story. And I thought that that was just a cherry on top of an amazing weekend. It really was, friend. Wow. A, isn't that cute? Shout out to him for shooting his shot. Okay. <laughs> he must have been one of them drivers with the mints, with them uh, wintergreen lifesavers in there. He was like, you know what? Let me the pop charger, me a lifesaver <laughs> and do what I need to do up in here. Super. <laughs> Super okay, cute. real quick. Super cute. But yes, yeah, so Lessons. that was our recap oh, of Essence Fest 2018. So Are you guys going to go next year? Hell yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to go back next year. Essence Fest is tradition. I just can't believe how big it's getting. I'm only imagining what next year is going to be. Yep. Could you imagine? I can't wait. And I can't wait to see the bill of who the artists that are going to be right. I look forward to There were several companies there, like McDonald's. I would love to work with them on some things. Yes, yeah, Airbnb shot. had some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Ford. AT&T all of those companies a lot of activation yeah it's a lot of opportunity there so I look forward to next year it should be pretty cool right Mm -hmm. and that's it that's it for this week's hot button right y'all ready to jump that was a hot sauce button this week (laughs) (laughs) we don't got no hot sauce y'all ready to jump into this week's wellness segment well 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 (laughs) I feel musical since S since fast So I wanted to tell you guys about this new beauty company that is called Moon Juice. And I have to say shout out. Dustin's already making the face. (laughs) 
Sound like butt sweat. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Just I have like to shout out um, Eric Romer. Shout out to the homie yes. Eric. Shout out to Eric Romer. Because he's the best. And he, uh, when we had our LA show, he brought us all gifts. Which Bless is him. super sweet. He very uh, customized yes, gifts. Yes, he did. He brought that. us all flowers. It's the thought that counts. Okay. <laughs> and he gave me this bag full of like herbs and medicinal mushrooms. Oh, and oh. Not those kind. <laughs> Look, you, you saying. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound right. Herbs and medicinal mushrooms. Right. I was like, okay. Um, skin serums and just like really adaptogenic uh like bags that you would put in your water and your smoothies that are supposed to help with your energy resilience, and so I was like, "Hmm, this is interesting." Like natural Mayo. It was, <laughs> you know, that little water, that little fake Kool Aid thing. Is right. Like I mean, light. it looks like that, but this is like actual herbs. And usually, I stay away from like super branded kind of hipster things like that. Right. Because, you like your shit fresh. Yeah. Like if I'm gonna do all that, I'm gonna just go to a local herb shop support, you know, farmers and people who that's really their craft as opposed to some hipster that's going to charge you $60 for that. You so, got to support your local herb farmers. <laughs> Here you go. You have to. You just have to. So I was, but I had been hearing about the Moon Juice brand for a while. They, uh, like I said, they have different herbs for energy. They have some for your brain, for your memory. They have some, they have literally something for everything that you might be going through, like, Tons of different emotional benefits. And so I was like, eh, I don't know about that. But there was a product in there that was a skin serum. And it's called the Beauty Shroom. Mm. And it's like a jelly serum. Beauty Shroom. Right? And I was like, well, this I could try. You know, at least let me try that. So I put it on at night. I've been using it for like about a month now. It's an intensive adaptogenic serum that works. It says on the site that it works instantly to smooth, fill, lift, and plump. It's a light jelly texture. works deep within the skin surface to visibly reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. Y'all know I'm getting older, so I'm paying a little more attention to my skincare. <laughs> While creating a lasting hydration barrier for supple, for supple skin with resilience and bounce. So I thought, hmm, this would be nice because... One thing I have been focusing on since I have healed my skin of acne, so that hasn't really been a problem area for me. But hydration, uh, moisture to me is what keeps you youthful and it keeps your skin taut and plump and supple. So that kind of has been my focus with my skincare, like how moist can I keep it? So I thought this should work well just because the ingredients are freaking amazing. It's like all these medicinal mushrooms and herbs. Right. So I put it on, you guys, one night, cleaned my face with my Tata Harper skincare, which is what I use now. Put this on, went to sleep, woke up in the morning, and my skin was so dewy and just like, oh, you know that, like... Island girl look that I love. Yes, like when you've been at the beach and Mm. your skin is just like soft and you put oil, like it had that sort of tropical vibe to it, which is sort of my go to look. And I was like, this is crazy. It was so hydrated that I didn't even have to put any kind of moisturizer the next morning. Obviously, I did because it never hurts to have more, but I didn't have to. And I thought that that was really cool. Sound like some badass shit, friend. It just. It's just a testament to how deeply it penetrated into your skin's barriers. So my skin was so happy. And usually, you know, it's tricky when you're using a product for the first time. You don't know what your face is going to look like when you wake up in the morning. It's always like... 
you know, you got to gamble. Just, right. So I woke up and I was so happy. My skin just looked so good. So I thought now, don't get me wrong. It is pricey because it is a hipster ass product. <laughs> but yeah. But what I love is that it's 100 percent natural ingredients. It has hydrating mushrooms, super vitamin E, hydrophilic molecules, anti-inflammatory shrooms, and tons of other hydrating and uh, anti-aging products. So something to check out, the moon juice. I was looking on Twitter just to see if people had mentioned it. I tweeted about it and kind of asked people what they thought if they knew about it. And literally every tweet underneath my tweet was like, oh my God, let me tell you, I just started using that recently and they loved it. And it was like every skin type, every race, you know, uh, older women, younger women, which is usually a good sign if it's something that anybody can use. And that's the beauty of natural products. Um, and then the herbs, too, which I haven't used yet, but people were talking about the herbs and saying that it has changed everything. Somebody was saying they were struggling with kind of um, not having enough energy at work to focus on their projects. And they started using some of the brain uh, powder. They call it dusts. That's what they call it. It was like a, a brain dust, a power dust, all these different dusts. And they started using the herbs and they said they noticed energy difference immediately. They're able to focus. Their memory feels tighter and healthier. So I was like, hmm. I'm definitely going to... Check this out. Yeah. Yeah, because Eric sent me... I mean, when he gave me the bag, it's like five different ones that he gave me. So I'm definitely going to try it and then I will let you guys know. Like I said, it is pricey. I'm trying to see um, on their site what the price is. But I, I kind of like it when I don't tell y'all the price and then y'all look it up and side eye me from the comfort <laughs> yeah. of your home. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that happened, especially that one out of all of the ones. Because that's the one you've been sneaking and playing. (laughs) Hell no. That's why. Hell no. (laughs) But uh, a lot of these herbs have been clinically shown to reduce the the signs and effects of stress and improve your energy, mood, focus. There's even one for sex. Mm. For your sexual health. Tell me more, tell me more. And your sex drive. Does it come in a jar? (laughs) (laughs) They have for your spirit, your energy, just a lot of really dope things. So check it out. The website is moonjuice.com. They have a lot. Look at this. It's Moon like juice. a ton yes. of different ones. So depending on whatever you're looking for to kind of boost your emotional health. Your they skincare. got it. <laughs> Remember bug juice? Bug juice? What's that? It was a show on Disney Channel where there was a summer camp. I don't remember that one. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? That was... Probably I was a little bit younger than y'all, so ooh, it probably came out. Ooh, People remember ageism. That. <laughs> I mean, not for real. You know, you ain't watching Disney after a certain age. Probably, you probably. Like, no, I didn't really watch Disney that. at all. We'll see. It was a Disney show. So. I was an old woman when I was little. <laughs> I was watching. Um, what was that show with the old white guy that would? Oh, Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries. I was yeah, on my couch that. watching about UFOs and shit like. Not a conspiracy. Like, wow, young Deborah has been missing for right. several years. That shit used to scare so the shit out of when her mother went to Remember, she's at the door. Yeah, the same age, untouched. Next on Unsolved Mysteries, I'm on pins and needles till it comes back from commercial, man. You know, it's on. It's is it on Hulu or Netflix? But I started binging it the other day, and I was like, I can't believe I liked this shit. It was so scary. So many creepy little UFO stories. You know what else fucked me up? X Files fucked me up when I. I was younger. I remember oh, seeing yeah, some of the episodes and being like, oh, hell no, nah, this is too much. Like, <laughs> I'm turning this off. 
This is Fox. I ain't doing this shit. And Picket Fences, too. I didn't watch Picket Fences. Oh, good. <laughs> it was like a drama. It was scary to like that, too, though. Um, Picket Fences was that's scary. That's my nerves. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Just yes. something to try. I definitely, um, aside from the herbs, I definitely want you guys to try the jelly serum because my skin is so happy. You see how it just looks so clear and clean and supple. So a skincare product for you guys to kind of keep in mind next time. It's at Sephora, too, if you have a Sephora nearby. I know a Go lot of people Sephora. Sephora addicts. They have their own little section of Moon Juice products. So, Everybody got a friend or a cousin that will do makeup and work at Sephora you with know. an edgy haircut. <laughs> so definitely. And when I went to Sephora to grab some more, the girl at the counter actually was like, girl, please. She was like, everybody is buying these. She was just so amazed. She told me that it's just, it's been hard keeping up the, the inventory in the store because everybody just comes in, comes in, comes in. I know in. Moon Juice is happy about that. Hell yes. So I don't know who gave them a co-sign or a boost, but they're definitely the new it kid on the block. And of course, I'm happy about it because the ingredients are incredible. Yeah. And that's kind of like my ideal for You wouldn't these. use it no if it had rat poison and shit in it <laughs> like the rest of that shit they'd be scrubbing their faces with. But that's my ideal. Deal is for beauty products and brands to be more, they're like, you know, held more accountable for the ingredients that they pump out, especially when they are charging so much money because Sephora ain't cheap. You went over to Africa and everybody that follows you remembers the video that you made about when you went over oh, there in Ghana, making yeah. those products and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know what the hell you talking about. <laughs> so you know. But something to look into, and that's it for this week's wellness segment. The U.S. Postal Service is such an important tool for any business, reaching every household every day. And Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your fingertips. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer. Stamps.com makes it easy. They'll even send you a digital scale automatically calculates exact postage, and help you to decide the best class of mail based on your needs. No need to lease an expensive postage meter and no long-term commitments. I use Stamps.com because I'm always on the go, and it makes it so much easier. It literally brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service to my fingertips, and I can get more shit done in less amount of time. So right now, you too can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Just go to Stamps.com, <laughs> click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in FriendZone. That's Stamps.com. Enter code FriendZone for a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Oh, my God. What is that? Electric. Asante, Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? Let's do an icebreaker. Ooh. Let's do something really random and cuckoo and crazy. I'm in. Well, not crazy. I forgot. That's like an ableist or whatever. Not that kind. You know. Anyway, uh, since it was the Essence Festival and we got to see so many of our faves grace the stage, I thought, wouldn't it be cool if we talked about how dope it would be if some of our faves that haven't or maybe have in the past and we just didn't get to see them grace the stage mm. so let's just talk about a bunch of people and i'm going to start off because i want this to go anywhere and everywhere right so wouldn't it have been dope if we could see mariah carey like maybe in her heyday on the essence festival oh stage like yes killing it very dope like, yes. i was thinking about all of the songs like all of the eras of mariah to go through yes and... can't let go live are you crazy make you it happen i'm alive <laughs> Shit, Rooftop, don't get me started. What? Oh my god. Doll. 
Oh, man. And then don't even get me started on the new shit. I could have sworn that Ray Ray called you and told you. I'm like, you okay? At the beginning of uh of the memoirs of an imperfect angel. <laughs> That's the one with um Love You Like a Lollipop. Yeah, um, Candy Bling. Candy Bling. Mm-hmm. Oh, Candy Bling. Yes. I but no, old Mariah. So happy. Yeah. Old Mariah would have been lit. Old Mariah. Yes. And even um, what was that really, really pop one? Uh or proper one. Uh We Belong Together. Oh, We Belong Together is mm-hmm. one of the greatest songs of all time. Shout out to Jermaine Dupree. My all Oh my God! Live, she's ooh, ooh, yes, Mariah Carey, and oh, honey. Somebody says she was gonna remake it and call it apple cider vinegar. I was like, you know what? Y'all got a lot of fucking nerve. Y'all got a who said that? That would be my remix. Apple cider vinegar, no. Apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then what was that that Brandon K. Star song she remade? Oh, that was um, beautiful. I still uh, yes, I still believe. Oh my God, someday you and me. She killed that shit. Though. We'll find that. She did. Okay. And the video. Yes. Oh, the jam. And Rowdy even while you playing. Look, I don't even give a damn. The glitter soundtrack was amazing. Thank you. I don't care what nobody got I think say. it got slept on the because they were so focused on amazing. the movie. I did watch that movie, though. And that movie was pretty bad. It that was. soundtrack is stellar. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't It was great, but the soundtrack was fucking great. Mm. But if you like totally... the music on Pose, you need to listen to the glitter soundtrack. Yeah. All them 80s re- references that. and remixes. <laughs> yup. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay, I have another one. What? Uh, Brandy. <gasps> she, her whole that life. That whole first she album. She performed at the Essence Fest this year. That's what I said. Oh, she, uh, this Wait, year? when? This year? Yeah, she was um, doing a performance. She was a part of somebody else's performance, and she actually um, sang The Boy Is Mine, and at the end of it, she went into an acapella version, encouraging the crowd to sing along, and then she said... He belongs to me. The boy is mine and the song is mine. She said that. She was like, I got to remind y'all. Are you being serious? I promise to God in heaven. Oh this just God. happened like this weekend. It's been all over the news. What? Yeah. Brandy did that. But where did she perform? How did I It was in New Orleans. At one of, it wasn't on the main stage. She was a part of somebody else's performance. Like an off, uh, offset, offsite <laughs> performance. But oh, she definitely, Brandy. she definitely did. And she said, the Boy, the song is mine. She said it. And she was like, I had to let him know. I get the boy. I got the song. The song is mine. Like, she said it. It was completely um, offensive to Monica. It was totally, she was totally throwing shade. Oh, no. But actually, I was just about to say, I would rather see Monica on the main stage. That's what sparked that whole Monica versus Brandy debate that was all over Twitter the past few days. I missed it. You haven't seen any of that? No, I haven't. Everybody got mad at me because I said. I was too busy recovering from Essence Fest at home. They got mad at me because I said Monica even got better kids fighting (gasps) now. But what I was saying, but what I was saying was, you know, I'm not going to talk about nobody's child. (laughs) But you did. No, what I was saying was that Monica's (laughs) kids are more entertaining. We see them on social media. Like, you know what I mean? We're endeared to her kids. I didn't mean 
you know, that's what I meant. <laughs> Shit, you know what I mean? And of course, well, they was tweeting me, telling me I was trash and all that. And I'm like, I didn't even say nothing. Y'all act like I said something about her kid. Oh, no, did I, you well, get canceled? I like them both as artists, <laughs> right? But when I think about people performing on the main stage, I know Brandy's main stage sets ain't going to look the way that Monica's are. Like, because, you know, Monica can do medleys and bring out Missy and all these people. And Brandy could do that. Brandy with... got a catalog no, now. No, 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 no. I'm not saying she doesn't, but I also have to remember what she does when she does some of them live performances and how she don't make the right decisions like whatever that show was where she was being honored and she was like wearing her all black number and it was just the two dancers she just does really confusing things wait when i have to find this performance because i remember even kia because her performance looked like hamilton met something hold on oh and she had all that ruffle shit on she yes. looks like george oh, washington yeah. i saw i know what you're talking about <laughs> She had Could one you of them 1776 like Yeah, but Brandy has a catalog and she can sing. She's a great live performer. Essence I'm not, I can't take nothing up. away from that. It. But, you know. <laughs> I don't know about Give me that. Give Shout out you to You know Carrie. who would be dope? Who? Because he has so many great songs. Usher. Usher. Mm-hmm. How'd you know I was, I was I knew that? that's who you would say. Usher would be a hell of a performer. He would be amazing to just sit Usher. and listen to his discography from, from his... Um, what was his first song? Every time I think of you, remember? Yes, um, the My Way album. Think of you. I don't even know if it was on. Was, was it on the My Way album? Pre My Way, what you said. What was his think first album? Think of you was his. I'm pretty sure that's his first single. Like period. When he was period. like unknown. Yeah, he was talking about an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> You don't remember that song? Not that one. I feel so strange thinking about you. Don't he go with B. Teach Arthur? Me no, I'm just playing. <laughs> it's super cute. I'll play it for you when we leave. But Usher go with Jasmine Guy. It's his second single from. <laughs> you found it. Think of you. Yeah, it says it's the second single from the uh, Usher album. Usher. That what was, was the, the first yeah. one then. Can you get with it? Think of you in the many ways. I don't, I'm not Either way, that was a great Usher song. Usher would be amazing. He has a hell of a catalog, and he is a phenomenal performer live. So that would have been amazing. Can you okay. play Think of You? Can you play Oh, I pulled it up on uh, Wikipedia. Oh. Well, while you guys figure out someone else, I'll pull it up because y'all have to hear it. Who else would you put? Loki, Drake. At the Essence Festival? Yep. Drake could do Essence. Drake has enough songs that old, the older crowd likes and enjoys. He's got number one hit records. Drake is an artist who I believe could pull off the Essence Festival. Last year, Solange murdered it. She um, was there last year? Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, missed no, that. She killed it. Uh, who? Let me think who else would be good for Essence. Hmm. See, like I feel like Drake has the catalog, but I'm thinking about like who he's going to bring out. But you don't have to bring out no damn body. Well, I'm thinking about even what he's just gonna do. Y'all don't remember this song? That I, I do. That said '94. Yes, yes, no. Yo, oh, this song. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, Come on, New York summertime. I really am obsessed with that song. I listen to it regularly. <laughs> it was really? a mature sound, really, such a mature really sound. It was just such a great record. Yeah. Ooh, it was up there with All for One. Remember All for All One? All for One. <laughs> they could do it. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Yo, oh, All for One. Why didn't they bring them out? Let me think who else could do the Essence Festival. 
Offer one would be dope for a throwback segment. I mean, they had Dougie Fresh. Missy did it already. Beyonce did oh, yeah. it already. Shout out to Sean Bankhead, who I bumped into on Bourbon Street. Shout out to Corio. Really? Yes. That's popping. Sean who Bankhead else could do it? Shit, who else man. has a cat? You have to have a catalog that will resonate with that audience and that's long enough for and you to do a set attention. like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to just go on ahead and say it. Who? Because I said anybody, Whitney the Houston at oh, Essence come Festival would have oh, been, what? She the, been a beast. the ultimate year. Like, just to really she be She would have had a two-hour set. She easily. would. And I see the set looking the way Celine's Vegas show looks. You know, all them mm. diamond curtains coming out the ceiling oh, and all pretty. that kind of shit. Whitney would be moving all over the uh, dome and everything. Um, let me think who else. New Edition, who's, probably, who's already done it. Um, who else? Faith could do it. I wonder if Faith has. I'm sure Faith has done it. I'm sure she has. I'd love to see Faith do it. Faith has a catalog like that. Um, Of course, the legends like Patti LaBelle, you know what I'm saying? All of them girls. What about Moke and Steph? Moke and Steph could do the. They could do the bathroom. What do you look like? (laughs) Moke and Steph could could perform by one of the bar carts. Monifa. One Monifa, of the bar cards. Monifa can now let me tell you. Monifa probably has. Monifa could actually. You think she has? That'd be dope. Well, you know, they do like the super lounges, and I remember like Shantae, right. one of them did them too. Monifa could totally do the super lounge. And she like live, I'm telling you, I caught baby girl singing Purple Rain at the Sugar Bar here in New York. Are you being I have video footage in my phone. I'll show it to you. Ooh. Monifa tore it. When I say tore it up, up, singing flat footed. I'm telling you, like. <laughs> Lil Mo Lil Mo could do it If she would clean up her ass Singing ass Singing ass Don't nobody want their hair Shredding Shedding all over The damn stage (laughs) You know she gonna have A thousand packs of colored hair In her head But I love Lil Mo And I've been a Lil Mo fan From day one Everybody knows that A Marie A Marie A Marie has a catalog Big enough A Marie's whole first album Would be dope I would totally love that Okay I'm gonna say this And I'm hustling All the way backwards So really bear with me When we do this right I think it would be dope if there was like a like a hip because you know how they always do like random themes for the years or weekends or whatever. If they had like a hip hop one and it was like you know Queen Latifah comes out and you know does like who paves the way and it'd be hip hop night and what the before Nicki or what Nicki could have been be like the one to like close it out like, like headlining. Yeah. So you saying you on a female rap night? Yeah, like a, like a whole hip hop night and like Missy Yo Yo. And it could be a and you know they could all be a, were there this year. Yeah, they were. And it could be like a hip hop weekend it. because when you really think about women in hip hop, there's so many like different women that have paved like so many different routes for people to do stuff. So I think that would be dope. Trina would definitely have a set. Trina would definitely have a set. And, and Eve would definitely have a set. And they would uh. definitely have to do like dope little side stages with rappers too. Yeah, with like the new girls you know what I'm saying but um, Queen Latifah brought hella people out during her set this year Mm -hmm. and they did the I Wanna Be Down remix live with her and Yo-Yo and um, Brandy and uh, whatever MC Light and that was great (laughs) Um, and then last year you guys remember Master P came out and had the whole set and he had a second line and brought out all of them no limit artists I mean all of That's, them I mean so, I saw them at the hotel yeah everybody so like so the shocker in the lobby I was like what is my life didn't matter if you touched that roster for one month you <laughs> was on that stage and, and I was baby I was going off that was a great performance so there's a lot of people I would like to see who what white people you think could go out there no, and kill thank it thank you 
white people. white performers. I mean, I'm sure there are people that can. Justin Timberlake, low key. Justin Timberlake could fuck the Essence Fest. Shit, even Adele could. Oh, what? Yeah. (laughs) There are plenty of white people that could do that. Who else? He's not white, but Bruno Mars is another. Oh, yeah, Bruno. He would be. Huge I wonder if he did it. He fact. might have actually done it. You I think, think he did it like year before last or something. I mean, like his that. discography is like Essence Fest is the market. Right. <laughs> he right. would jam. Um, another, who's another Cardi white B. person? Well, she's not a white person, <laughs> but I've moved away from that. Cardi B, I think she could fuck it up. Yeah. Cardi B could fuck it up, but that ain't her crowd, though. They, she can't be rolling around talking about, fuck him and I got a baby I don't at know. the Essence Fest. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was about to say, I don't know. I, I low-key see Cardi B, and I, I know we give her too, I, I hate to say this, I, know, I feel like we give her too much, but I see her rocking that Essence Festival, even if it's earlier in the night, and like them bitches being out there like, that's right, Cardi. Like, like hey, Essence Festival, let me hear y'all say, ew. And everybody go, ew. Yeah. And then, you know, once that beat drops, everybody's going to do, salute. Oh, bitch, the whole festival will go crazy. Yeah, they would. She could still. What is the fucking man? I get some money. Yeah. <laughs> she could kill a thirty minute set at Essence Festival. Ooh, uh, shit. Easy. She could. Easy. <laughs> if she didn't have that baby, she probably would have been asked to do it this year. I can see Are that. you sure she can't come to Essence Festival? No, the baby's still in there. She's not doing that. <laughs> what if Maroon Five came out? <laughs> But everybody was like rolling their eyes, they like could, looking through the side, like yeah, they could because of PJ. PJ bring their asses like, out there, right? They got a whole <laughs> Nola boy on the team. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and they're like, oh, uh, we got a song with uh, SZA. Uh, we got a song with Future too. SZA would be? be good. SZA uh, would, SZA be, would good. be good at Essence Fest. I would have loved to see that. Yeah. I, <laughs> SZA would have been good. Your cat got me by the tongue, okay? Because SZA, if I <laughs> saw her like in a super again? lounge... That would have been great. Ooh, I would have died. I'm sure mm-hmm. she would have killed that shit. What about changing faces? Yeah. Main stage. What about... Um, you know what would have been Lucy dope? Lucy Pearl? <laughs> Lucy Pearl, yes. Lucy Pearl? No, they can't get it together. Dawn won't be normal <laughs> with them. I would do... If I... Like, let's say Essence Fest gave you a lounge and said... You could curate create it. it. Mm. curate the theme curate the sound the look like what is this lounge mine would be like a, the golden era lounge mm-hmm. or just like a 90s lounge and I would have like uh, D'Angelo mm-hmm. Erica Badu mm-hmm. Groove Theory Jeanne mm-hmm. you know like that would be I, okay. sick I would have the SoundCloud lounge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, I hear that. And I would have people like Xavier Omar in my lounge. Like those people. Sango. Sango definitely got selection. a DJ to set. <laughs> the whole selection. Joe K, where you at? What time is it? Right. <laughs> my lounge would be definitely a club party vibe. Um, it would be very high energy. And I would have I would DJ it myself. And I would have <laughs> people come out and perform as I DJ. So think of all your favorites of people who make make party songs that will really get the crowd moving. Like who? And think of them Meek Mill per se. Black you know Boy what JB. I mean? Black Boy shoo, JB. Shoo. Yeah, like all the good stuff. I would have all like Migos, have a couple of them, you famous, know. Famous Dex. Yeah, yeah I'm coming know, to your, I'm it, be would be a, it would be like a party lounge for real. <laughs> That's dope. The whole stage would look like Essence a rap Essence hire us. Okay. Yeah, we'll Essence hire out of them lounges. Okay. Holla at us, man. Well, that was fun. Um, for listeners lately, do we want to just maybe choose one song we've been listening That's fine to with lately? me. I know what mine is. Okay, what is your what you been listening Who to? Who Wants to Smoke by Little Yachty featuring Cardi B and Offset. I love it. And it was the song of the weekend for me and uh, Gary during Essence Weekend. 
Um, Cardi B's verse is very intentional and direct. Um, Offset really outdid himself. Lil Yachty sounds out of place, but we deal with it. It's a great, great song. That's Who Want the Smoke by Lil Yachty featuring Cardi B and Offset. Offset. I had to listen. I had to run it back a couple of times to catch the what they were saying in the beat. No, not even to catch the melody on the Lil beat. Yachty. Like I was like, wait. I had to run it back because I was like, I can't catch the how he was riding the beat. It was so weird. But then I caught it after like the fourth time. And after Cardi and Offset steered the car Jumped back on. on his course. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he was driving all over the curb and shit. <laughs> uh, I'm back on Jordan Rakai, which mm. I've mentioned before. Mm. He's just, I don't know. I've just been, I hadn't downloaded because, you know, when you don't have Wi-Fi, so you listen to the songs that you actually did remember and to then download. That one good one come on. And that one good one come on. So I, he has a song called <laughs> Chemical Coincidence um, that is just so good. Jordan Rakai, that's R-A-K-E-I. Look for the song Chemical Coincidence, and it is... That's ooh. a cute name for our daughter, though. Rakai. Oh, I thought you were saying Chemical Coincidence. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I mean, that's very, literal. That's what it artsy. is. <laughs> That's exactly what a daughter is, a chemical coincidence. <laughs> like, ooh. But that's it. Yeah. So Naima Supreme, we because we've been talking about hip-hop, and you talked about the song last week, but because the convention center, we had the pop-up shop, and I made sure I was playing this song because Naima Supreme decided to get in the studio and make a, a dope, bomb-ass song. Yeah, she uh, please listen to Do Better. I just keep listening to it to remind myself to do better. I like it. And I feel like... It makes me think of Dustin. I feel like there's tons <laughs> of messaging in there to remind you that, you know, you don't have to sit, sit around and deal with that bullshit. And it also goes with the brand of Break Up With Him. <laughs> so check out Naima Supreme's Do Better. It's the shit. And uh, I do have one more song I want to mention because I did want to talk about Do Better, but then I remembered... Randomly, since you said that, my phone was offline one day, and I heard this drum song. And I like drum, and I remember the project being dope. But 100%, mm. I just can't stop listening to it right now for some reason. So check out drums 100%. It's the shit right now to me. And it should be the shit right now to you, too. Done. Thanks again to Talkspace for their continued support of the Friends Zone podcast. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. That was a speed bump. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you had trouble making time for it in the past. Remember, therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's code zone in Talkspace.com slash zone. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. With that said, that is over and done. So now let's move on over to TV land for more fun. So I watched Power. <laughs> um, I'm all completely caught up. Yeah, and <laughs> what's funny, funnily that it's funny that you mentioned that. It's funnily enough, when my DVR recorded it, it recorded, you know, everybody 
hood rule. You always start to record in two minutes early. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> everybody know that you set your DVR two minutes early and it ends five minutes I late. I had to learn that back in VHS days when I was recording my mama's stories. Okay. okay 9.28 like a motherfucker for the 9.30 show. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I caught the tail end of the power premiere that they televised on FX. And at the end of the show, they closed it out with 50 Cent, a live like orchestra and choir doing Big Rich Town. So, when my, mind you, so I'm at home what? ready to watch Power. So, you know what that means, right? So, I'm sitting there, right? I'm sitting there. All I see, I turn the recording, I press start, and I see 50 say, You know, he's always smiling no matter what he's oh doing. He's God. always got that shit eating grin on his face. <laughs> so, he's standing up there with a choir and robes, and, and I can Stop hear the it. live band, the horns. <laughs> you can hear that. And he like, right, like, city, like, it is where it goes down. And you I was get... cracking up. Okay. Are you serious? I'm going to promise to God in heaven. Now I want to see him do that at Essence Festival when Liza Minnelli come out. Uh, Liza Minnelli during wow. Big Rich Time. You said that the band was playing. Liza Minnelli. It's yeah. Big Rich Time. Well, in that case, give me Bed Midler. 50 Cent and Bed Midler doing Big Rich Time. I can absolutely see yeah. that. And let Bed Midler do the T.S. Madison titty bounce when she does Oh, wow. This is a Big Rich Time. You said you could see it. Moving no. on. Okay. Shout out to James Caldwell for that moving on. <laughs> Ever since I've been watching his videos, mm. that I can't shake that. Because he says that when he goes off on a tangent, he'll go, moving on. <laughs> go straight back to whatever the point was. <laughs> it's the most hilarious thing in the world. But I watched Power. We could go back and forth about a lot of the details of the plot. and But what this did was... We were so shaken up by Raina's death. Justice for Raina. We were so shaken up (laughs) by the end of, you know, Angela and Ghost's relationship. Ghost and Tasha trying to get back together. I think that with episode one of season, this is five for them, right? With episode one of season five, I think they wanted to just shake us up and piss us right back off. Because all of the usual suspects that you want to hate on that show and you do hate they returned back into their space of hatred for you. Starting with Angela, why you ain't clicked the button, deleting the records, what was taking you so long, you were dragging your feet, why do we feel like we can't trust you anyway, like you're finna dime us out, all this other stuff. I hate Angela. Then you got, and why would she tell them there's a bullet in the wall anyway? If you told Tasha where Tariq, to tell Tariq where to go, or where Tariq was rather, why would you even, you know that something could have happened with him and a gun in that body. Why would you even tell them? And I've been pissed about this since the season finale last year. Why would you tell them that the bullet was in the wall? Why would you tell them you see that dummy, dummy? That part I didn't get at all. <sighs> anyway, is that a fishing pole behind you? Oh, no, that's a uh, <laughs> a camera truck. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is a fishing pole doing in Gone the studio? Fishing. But anyway, Ooh, that would um, be so on brand for me. Were we recording Cabela's? We were we recording the Bass Pro Shop. What the <laughs> hell is going on? But it ain't no fishing pole. It's camera equipment. Anyway, I hate uh, I hate um, Angela. I hate the lawyer that Tasha's messing around with. Mm. He's sneaky. He's gonna he mess everything now. up. He's random. So random, I'm and I, I'm him. sick of him leaning. Every time you that. see him, hey Tasha. <laughs> I know what's going on. <laughs> I'm going to be here for you. I'm the sick of that. I'm sick of that. Um, I'm sick of Angie from um, All My Children that's playing Tasha's Mama. 
you know that was Angie on all my children. But everybody, oh my god, everybody yeah. that see her, you see her, you know, all the black oh people, god, yeah. y'all know that's Angie from all my children. But anyway, <laughs> I'm so tired of her. Debbie Morgan is her name. Mm. You know whose side are you on? Okay, we don't know if we can trust you. I'm Tariq calling Dre. When I tell you, I wanted to literally take my, I wanted to shake my television like can it was y'all him. Explain to me, like I don't understand. I didn't understand He's a that. stupid teenager who refuses to listen to his parents. And he really believes that Dre is it's on his, his friend. Yes. Oh, my God. After, now, right now, his whole sister is dead on the end of some of that shit he was tangled up in. And he really believes that Dre is on his side and he's betraying Ghost and Tasha's confidence and really messing up things on a way larger scale than he realizes because he's a stupid teenager just like Ghost told him. My dad's lied to me about everything he's ever told me. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to take my hand and slap his teeth. That's how he, that's how he be acting. Every, every day, always lying to me. I don't know why. Oh my God. I'm not doing this no more. It's like, uh-uh. You are not a gangster. Your sister is dead. She's dead. It's your fault. And then instead of him stepping up and doing the right things, he's God, still when lying. Y'all do voices. I can't. He's still it. lying. Bro. I hate Tariq. He's still lying with a passion. Did you see someone posted a video of him getting his haircut? And then <laughs> at the end, there's a like it's a separate clip of a whole other video of some man smacking the shit out of his face. <laughs> Good, because that's what he makes you want to do. People really hate that kid. He's I know a, he must hate that role people. low key. Because imagine, you know how people can't separate real, like roles from real life when they what see him. What was he in? Street. I saw him in another show. That, that, that on, movie, movie on Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix. And I remember I was like, look at this dumb motherfucker. You right can't here. separate I hate, it. I hate him. <laughs> Michael Rainey is his name, I think. Poor but anyway, Michael. I miss um, Julio. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I miss Julio. <laughs> Who's Julio? He was the fine one they used to come around. He was real loyal to um, Tommy, I feel like. And then Uriel, I think, killed Julio. I don't Last year. You know, Uriel was the one that had, they uh, they just killed the 718 gangster. Yeah. He had killed uh, Julio before because they were trying to close in the ranks against Ghost or whoever. Like, I got to Google because I don't mind. remember what he looked like. Well, R.I.P. Julio, you did not deserve it. Fine ass, huh? Okay, yes. <laughs> so Power just pissed me back off. And basically all they did was set everything up so that we know which direction the storylines are moving in. Um, I have to really prepare myself because I feel like I'm going to end up upset watching Power. I feel like it's this season is really going to take a lot out of me. You know who's upsetting me too? I'm sorry. Ooh. Lala. I need, her, I need her to stop asking questions. And just play her role. But that's been her problem all along. Start when they wanted to op? use the shop. I don't think I don't think she op. is, but that's the thing. What she is? She's just so consumed with, like, where her relationship was with Tommy and trying to get in there and be in there. It's like, no, don't do that. She's just as immature as Tyreek. All she's focusing on is, you know, how people feel about yes. her or whatever instead of waking up and realizing the type of shit she's involved in and knowing that she needs to play it a certain way. So that, you know, she stays safe and everything is cool. And if Tasha's really your girl like that, then you should be wanting everything to remain cool instead of freaking out and getting nervous every time the wind blows. Like, Do you think Ghost is going to get put in a position where he has to kill Tyreek? I hope mm, he does. I don't think so. No? I wouldn't mind seeing Tariq get popped. <laughs> they got another little daughter. I mean, I do. No, get... where is that little daughter? How come you never see her? She's like know. the daughter on the Winslows. Yeah, Ju- uh, Julie. <laughs> 
Went upstairs. And then Pastor Tate needs to sit his ass down. Not Pastor, uh, the politician. Not what, Pastor Tate. What is he, something Tate? <laughs> councilman, city councilman. Pastor Tate. No, was like, he needs to sit his ass down too, man. He is just people. so manipulative. It is dirty. wild. Real dirty. Grimy using their daughter's memorial to, yeah, as waiting. his campaign. Like, he doesn't I'm need for him. to sit in the front. You know, he didn't want Tommy to sit up front. Right. And God bless Tommy. That's why that's my boy Tommy. was like, you know what? Not here. Not here. I'm waiting for him to show his true colors. Because, you know, it's only literally a matter of time before he pull up on Ghost. I'm like, I know who you are and I know what you're about. I don't care about that. Or or for him to be like, I ain't asked no questions. Ghost already hip to it anyway. So, like, he ain't going to catch him off. Like, please. But, yeah, so that's, I watched Power. (laughs) And I'm just ready to be pissed. I just caught up today. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, The Real Housewives of Potomac had tears in my eyes this week. It was so funny. They went to Cannes, France. All of them act like they hate each other. They argue the whole time. And the funniest scene, I'm going to tell you Lisa's this. Is from? Lisa. The one from Essence Fest. No, she's from Married to Medicine. Oh. Yeah. Or she was from Married to Medicine. Oh. So um, <laughs> there was a scene where they were all in Cannes, France, and Giselle, the tackiest of them all, was talking about how you know, they're in Cannes, France, and their fashions have to be a certain way. And the camera literally oh, panned boy. across everybody's shoes, right? Oh, boy. And so they were complimenting each other on their outfits. Like, oh, you look cute. Oh, all right, girl, whatever, whatever. And the camera pans over to Karen Huger, who is one of the older girls on the cast. Um, she tries to keep up with the young, and she wears cat suits and shit, whatever. So they're all in France, and, like, the camera's showing, like, these really, you know, ornamental, like, Gucci heels and red bobs and shit that they're all wearing and the camera pans over to Karen who's got on like some Asics like running tennis shoes tied yes. up like mall walker tennis shoes and somebody gonna say and you see the cap they caption the words as the camera's on the shoes somebody's saying Karen is Ashley she was like Karen you ready to walk around <laughs> <laughs> mind you they're out of town on vacation and that scene took me to the floor did you hear me? Um, so the Real Housewives of Potomac, there's a lot of like that type of comedy in this episode. So do yourself a favor and check that out. The Love and Hip Hop Atlanta reunion aired. Lots of chaos, lots of screaming, <laughs> lots of unnecessary arguments. I couldn't believe Rashida was sitting up going back and forth with the young lady who has a baby by her husband. And gave her a moment. I couldn't believe it. Or gave her I couldn't believe moment. that the conversation accelerated beyond... Bitch, you had a baby by my husband. Have you lost your mind? Why are you even talking to me? I couldn't believe they were debating back and forth. And Jasmine, the girl who has the baby by Rashida's husband, Kirk, she's got a real pompous, arrogant attitude, you know, real just prideful, chest out. You know what I'm saying? After she's had this baby and walking around with the scarlet letter, you know what I'm saying? Is it true he has another one? I don't know. Another one? I saw a tweet this week. Maybe it was fake. I don't know. I hope not because if, like, Rashida, sidebar, Rashida's mother works at Press, Rashida's store in Atlanta, and some people came in there and cussed her ass out the other day, which was crazy to me. What? That they even had access. You guys didn't see this video that was going around? No. So her mom was working at the store. Rashida has a policy that you can you have to buy something in order for them to take a picture with you because naturally fans from all over come to the store to see if Rashida's there or whatever and have them take a oh, picture. True, yeah. So she's like, you know, we take a you have to buy something in order for us to take a picture. These girls came in. Rashida's mother was in there, Miss Charlene. If you know anything about the show, she's the one who ran over with Kirk's motorcycle in that Ford freestyle and you know all that kind of stuff. 
She's with the shits. With the entire shits. I arrived with them on the list with the shits. I'm on the shits list. But anyway, so (laughs) the fans come in. They're asking her for a picture. She said she reiterates, you know, that the store policy is whatever. And she's being real, you know, well, baby, you know, actually it's this way it is. They start saying things to antagonize her. Uh, Well, you know, I just think it's really fucked up that. You know, you just, you on TV and you won't take no picture with us. And we drove all the way here from such and such and whatever. And, you know, you act just like the bitch on TV. And, like, they took it to that level. And Rashida's mama is Rashida's mama. So she starts going back and forth. I am the bitch on TV. And they was like, <laughs> that's like T.I. saying, you know, you got to buy an album to sign it or whatever. And she was like, I ain't T.I. Like, that. it was, like, <laughs> yes. very Obviously, dramatic. they were trying to create a viral moment. It's like five minutes long, the video. And they literally got it. That's why you can't even give into shit like that because everybody wants a viral moment. And I just can't believe Rashida and her mom at this point with the type of visibility that they have on that show they need to have scheduled appearances in that store they can't she can't have her mom there working as a clerk at the store anymore I know you want to have your family run it or whatever and that's cool but it can't be your family because people are going to come in there and do exactly what those girls did right there was no security yeah no security was there friend it was just her older mom elderly you know what I mean cussing these four girls out and they cussing her out it was horrible and they refused to leave for a long time. Now, Rashida's mama, she wasn't acting like she was afraid of anything that could have taken place. <laughs> but she still, that's her mom. You know, I just couldn't believe that that happened. Anyway, back to the Love and Hip Hop Atlanta reunion. Erica Mena, Stevie J, oh, and um, Sean Garrett had this real weird Sean argument. Sean Garrett? Sean Garrett. What do you mean, Sean Garrett? She's on the show Love and Hip Hop. As Carly Red's date. Please. And... Mm-hmm. Please, are you go ahead? I'm sorry. No, it's Sean Garrett He's as like Carly Lo- Carly Red's love interest, and is up here getting punked with by Stevie J. Well, I didn't think that he got punked. I think that he's been made fun of all season because he had that his hair was like bald in spots mm-hmm. and it looked like they had tried to use a little spray so it just wasn't a good looking. People were making fun of his hair, but when he was in argument with Stevie J, he was like the person who was ready to take it there. And he caught Stevie's bluff like big time. He literally looked at the audience and said, do anybody think Stevie J is finna do anything to anybody? Do anybody think he's even a fighter like that? And the whole audience was like, no. Like that. He was like, exactly. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. He's like, nigga, please. And Stevie was like, yeah, but I'll see you afterwards. And he was like, man, Get out of here with that bullshit. You don't want to fight no damn body. You ain't finna knock nobody out, nigga. I'll beat your ass. You don't want, like, Sean Garrett took it there. Thanks Stevie the Lord. J. But what was crazy was while it was going on, Erica Mena and Stevie J were arguing back and forth anyway. First argument with the male. She was calling him, you know, like all sorts of names, and he was calling her all sorts of names too. And It's Rocks, who's a really popular um, YouTuber for It's Rocks. She was in the audience. And she tweeted that the argument between Stevie J, um, Sean Garrett, and Erica Mena was vicious in all caps. And she said it went on for over an hour and a half. She was like, I cannot believe. An hour and a half. Over an hour and a half. I wish I had that kind of energy. She said, I cannot believe that the editors (laughs) were able to make it look like this. She could not believe it. So obviously there was more to that. And you could tell based on some of the things that they were saying. Um, so it was just good. The Love and Hip Hop Atlanta reunion was what it was. Tommy and Spice got into it. Spice eyeballs was yellow. 
<laughs> what? I really like Spice, but she is really I making I love how it much hard. attention you pay to people's eyeballs. Yeah. You got to look at that. I'll never forget on the so uh, Wayans Brothers. Uh, when Marlon had did stand-up, you remember that? And Marlon did stand-up on the Wayans Brothers, and he, the, he started, the audience was like heckling him, so he started letting him have it. And he told this one man, look at you, your black ass with them yellow eyes, looking like a Coke with lemon. I'll never forget. <laughs> I'll never, I will never forget that. And I was a little boy, and it just oh, stuck with me like, damn, you know? But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Let me think what else. Um, Pose has been really, really oh good. Oh, my God. Could we please talk about We can about talk Pose. about it. What about um, Angel meeting with the wife? Whoa. Stan's wife? But the fact that that was the opening scene. Like, yeah. they wasted no time. So Credits right didn't even it. roll. Let's it was just, just like, shit. boom. Come on. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know that Angel was a trans woman or whatever. I love how Angel was like, thanks. Mm-hmm. She's like, <laughs> right? you didn't realize it's a compliment. Right. Yeah, it's a compliment. But... That, I mean, I love the fact that it was it was just, like, very calm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she didn't come in there to beat nobody's ass. Angel was open. Like, they both just had open communication. You know, I love that shit. Yeah. They were just like, how'd you meet him? How'd you get him? That's my husband stating the facts. Nothing to fight about. And And you see what ended up happening. You know what I'm saying? He went, he unraveled, Stan yeah. unraveled, and he really had to deal with like some personal things that really define who he is and what he's about. And he ended up right back at Angel in the end. Yeah. So, and on the previews for next week, we saw that there's more to that story. So that'll be exciting to watch. Delon Burnside did so good in his scenes at the bar. It was Ricky Evangelista this week. He did such a, he's doing such a great job on that show. Um, Let's talk was, about the singing scene. With Blanca and Billy Porter. Yeah, with Blanca and Pray Tell when they were singing um, Home from the Wiz. Woo! Yep. They were singing Home from the Wiz. It was it was good. You know, it was really emotional considering where they were. They were in that, in the, um, the what did he call it? He called it a cabaret for the... Um, no, is that what he called For it? the ca- patients. He called it something, the party that he threw for them. I think it was a cabaret. I can't remember. Ponderosa. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because Sandra Bernhard told him to go ahead and throw the party for the patients uh, in that war. Yo, first of all, Sandra Bernhard, that was such a cool throwback. It was. I love that the show does that. Like, mm-hmm. you have to catch it. And I'm sure a lot of the younger viewers might not catch a lot of those little, like, subtle details. But even the judges during the balls. During the balls. It'll be, like, uh, different dancers from Madonna's tours you know like you just gotta catch it there's so many people one of the girls who was um voguing down the runway is this girl named lisa that i knew back in detroit like 15 years ago who's been like killing balls for like forever so to see her like on there on tv was like damn that's lisa crazy and then like twiggy our song was on the judges panel who was a huge contributor to the show yeah so that that is what makes post so special but anyway the show itself was good um blanca you know what I didn't like? What? They made Darius the bad guy. Like, he literally didn't even do nothing to nobody. So what he has slept with, you know what I mean? Like, a few of them or whatever. Of course you're going to say that. <laughs> I mean, but think about it. Like, did you watch this week's episode? Yeah, Fran, you watched. Yeah. Like, why, what did he do? What did Darius do that was so bad, Fran? He was flirting with Blanca. He was into Blanca, whatever his intentions were. It was genuine. And they all, Candy, all of them had slept with him. And they encouraged her not to. And then, like, they ambushed him at the bar. And he was just like, damn, like, what did he do? (laughs) 
Like, I mean, I don't know if, if it was so much about what he did than it was them just kind of looking out for her because she looked she was about to go all in. Like, you saw how she was excited and thinking, like, this might be something. And he's so to say it wouldn't have. And even if she was, that's her business. I mean, you're right to say you never too. know. His connection with her might be different from his connection with everyone else. But for the most part, they were like, whatever it is, just don't get your hopes up. They straight up cock Because he said the same thing to me and... I think they were just looking out for her. But why did they corner they him yelp, like they that? Yelp they, they yelp reviewed him. They yelp reviewed him like a motherfucker. <laughs> then surrounded him, and Blanca was like, "No, see, you thought you was gonna play me? Like what? No, I didn't. I just and I just went through something like that. <laughs> you have you was there on the other end of it, where people think you have bad intentions and you ain't even did nothing, and right. you acting like I'm the villain for what? <laughs> I didn't even do nothing to you. It's sometimes you have to, you know, address that, but. That's what happened. So I, I that just that resonated with me when right. they made him the bad guy. I'm like, he didn't even do anything. But anyway, so pose was good. I can't wait until next week. So I got good. a few good candy one liners in this episode. You know, candy is one of my favorite parts of the show. Yes. She is hilarious. Um so yeah, pose was good. Let me think what else did we watch that I watched that we were supposed to talk. Oh, fucking basketball wives. Did you watch that? Yes, that's what I said, Ponder Basketball Wives is so goddamn good. It's good, it like, old school season one. Like I feel it like is. you haven't been talking about Jackie Christie. Is she calmer this yeah, season? Yeah, she's calmer this look, season. Look, I figured. Ja- Jackie took a backseat this season. She's I still figured. Jockey Christie, and I'm going to tell you why. Because <laughs> she don't do nothing but jock everybody's style, sadly. You can watch. Them girls, will have, them girls will wear something. And then Jackie, now, prime example. So Evelyn's back on, right? Everybody knows Evelyn is like a sneakerhead. She wears, she likes sneakers like you do, really? friend. Yes, I Evelyn know likes that. heels I she and just like her heels. Shoes, period. Well, Tim, she's a sneakers, chick. right? Yeah, right. she used to have a shoe boutique in Miami in the first season. So, but she likes like sneakers, right? And so sometimes during this season, like she's worn like popular shoes, like different, you know, Jordan classic, you know, retros, things Ooh. like that. So. Jackie asked, all of a sudden, now she wearing sportswear. She always was all raggedy, you know, travel-wearing ass, you know, oh hoe. God, but then, but before, but this season, she going to try to wear some Jordans. But those of you who are sneakerheads will understand, they weren't even, like, pure retros. They were, like, some hybrid, like, <laughs> offshoot, you know, Jordan brand shoes, but not, like, 10s, 11s, 12s. It was, like, some of the, like... The, like, 15s, 14s? Not even that. <laughs> they weren't even actual Jordans. They were Jordan brand, and it was, like, a fusion, like, patent, like, I can't even describe them, but they weren't, like, the right ones. Right. Jordan collaborations. And she's only wearing them because Evelyn was wearing Jordans. Oh, Jackie ain't never worn no Jordans. And so she tries to cut, cross her to leg cool. and fit in. Right, and that's why she get on everybody's nerves. But what I'm excited about. There's so much we could talk about about the episode, and I'm not even going to get on Jennifer like I really want to because this is all Jennifer's fault, and she's the problem. And People like Jennifer make me sick because they literally throw the rocks and hide their hands. And if you could see her, friend, I'm going to send you some clips. You just, I'm, I'm going to send you some clips. But anyway. <laughs> well, I apologize, so I'm not going to just kiss her ass every which, time I which, you are completely in the wrong, and you have the completely. audacity to have an attitude and and create an issue about somebody not wanting to be around you. Jennifer's just Who's looking she for with now? Shawnee, Shawnee O'Neal. Everybody. And but oh, she's everybody. about to get the business because they did like a <laughs> mid-season trailer. And people forget that Malaysia Pargo, who is a vet, right? She was a she was in the first season of Basketball Wise LA. So she was a, a, a franchise veteran, right? 
Um, and in her first episode, we were introduced to her whooping Laura Govine's ass because Laura and them were literally picking with her at a table about the way she spoke, about her name, about saying she was fake, proper, and bougie, all this stuff. And she's like, I'm articulate. And I'm from Compton, so don't get it fucked up. And she ended up whooping Laura's ass. Like, she walked around the table, and they got to fist fighting on the very first episode of Basketball Wives L.A. Malaysia is no stranger to going there when she has to. She never starts it, but she will always finish it. <laughs> and so in the mid-season trailer for Basketball Wives um, that we're watching currently, they showed what's coming in the season still to come. They go on vacation to Amsterdam. And all we know is they show a scene where Jennifer and Malaysia are going at it. And Malaysia is like, you you raggedy bitch, you a hater. You begged Shawnee and Tammy for this, and now you're trying to throw Tammy under the bus. You a hater. And Jennifer says some really foul things to Malaysia. And the next thing you know, Malaysia literally picks up the table and throws it at Picks up the table? Picks up the table and throws it at Jennifer. Literally. In Amsterdam. Literally. So I was just like, okay. We got a show on our hands, people. So Basketball Wise is getting good. It's really heating up. Um, I can't wait for Love & Hip Hop Hollywood to start. Um, I'm really interested to see the Ray J, Brandy, Sona Norwood, and Princess Love thing play out. Because I know there was some public feuding between Princess Love and Brandy. <laughs> on Instagram. Yep, and that's going to come out on the show, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm not interested in Tierra Marie's storyline this season, but I want the best for her because I like her as an artist. And I really feel like she's just lost. Um and I'm just looking forward to more Moniece being Moniece. Um, it's like just going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. Can you please watch Klaus? Yes. I'm behind. You got, you, can you watch uh, Pose and every damn Pose. thing I'm else? One, right. I'm Are you telling me to watch Klaus? I'm literally one episode behind on Pose. Well. What else? What else? What else? What else? Everything else. Like what? <laughs> All the shows that you need you to catch up, up on. You caught up on Power. I'm ca- right. I just. Well, are you going to talk about Queen Sugar? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was so honest. They wearing me out. And I, what I will say is this. The show is so well written that it's literally taking too much out of me to watch it. Mm. Because I'm so disappointed in some of the things that's going on in the show. And what really like kind of like turned me off was the whole Nova and Remy thing. Oh. That really just, I'm like, why are we doing this? And so when I watched it happen, it just was, it was like cringeworthy for me. And I'm just like, I got disconnected a little bit. I'm caught up. I'm well, just well, disconnected. Well, wait on Greenleaf then. Yeah. I'm com- I'm still watching it and I'm completely caught up. Like, I'm up to date. You just don't want to talk about Yeah, because I, I just you. like, <laughs> it's just making me mad. And then I'm so nervous. I feel like something is going to happen with Micah anytime. I feel like him and the kids that he's running with. I know, right? I, yeah, I feel you like most feel of the group has good intentions, but there's one person in there who I think is going to end up putting him in the way of some stuff. And I just know that that's coming. Davis has his new daughter. Like, it's just too much going on. I and got so, you. Yeah. I guess we did just talk about <laughs> it, huh? Then I'm scared about Hollywood and on Vi. It's just too Vi's much going house, on. Yeah. And then her career's blowing up yeah. at the same time. Blowing up. My nose is itching. I talked about allergies and now it's like, Anyway, so yeah, that's it in TV land this week. Now let's jump into what you guys want to talk to us about. Ask you for a friend, Asante. Don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. If you ask me a question in person, I will not remember to ask the two of them and tell you the answer. So send it here. 
With that said, I would like to shout out Lex. Hey, y'all. Last week's episode was perfect timing for me as I will be traveling to New York next month with my boyfriend and I've been going crazy trying to plan. This is going to be our second year visiting and this time we're hoping for more of a black experience. <laughs> Last year when we came to visit, we had so much fun. Our experience was with my Latino friends. We went to clubs with Latino music or Latin trap as Fran called it. Ate, drank, and partied with all of my Latino friends and old and new. They took us to places that stuck out to them culturally. Essentially, our time in New York City was very different than what we used to here in Nashville. Different than that, we have a similar trip planned this year, and I'm curious about your suggestions for a black experience in New York City. Where are your favorite spots to eat, drink, go on dates, dance, or hang out in New York? Or just overall advice you can give to two tourists who aren't trying to act like tourists. Thanks. I look forward to hearing your suggestions. That's an interesting one. Right. Spend some time on the Lower East Side. Um, it's it's energetic in a way that I think will be new and fresh for someone who's not from New York, but still black enough to where I think they'll be able to have a good time. And I think you should also spend some time hanging out in Harlem, of course. For sure. Um, definitely Harlem. Um, and even, like, there's some really cool parts in Brooklyn that I think will give them a black experience <laughs> like they want. So look out for spots in Harlem. Look Prospect out for spots Park. in Brooklyn. Bed style, even it's like all kind of shit. Summer stage in Central Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Apollo. You know, Apollo has Apollo Cafe, mm-hmm. and that's really cute because it's it supports like a lot of Black indie artists. So that's cute for a date night or just to hang out. If you got kids, go to the um, Kellogg Cereal Cafe on Union Square. You can like go in there and eat cereal. It's like what? a Kellogg's cafe where they serve you cereal. Where is that? Right in Union Square. I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. Is it by that chocolate spot? It's on the, you know where Sephora is? Mm-hmm. It's on, in that row. That's wild. Yep. And I saw Kellogg's is up there new? one day. They opened a couple months ago. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe back in that. December. I saw mm-hmm. Kellogg's up there one day and I'm like, what in the hell is Kellogg's doing with the standalone spot or whatever? And I went up to the door and I read that what they were doing and then I Googled it. It's a cereal cafe. That's genius. Mm-hmm. All Kellogg's That's cereals. Really cute. Yeah. So go do things like that. Um and definitely research the time that you're coming and see what kind of cool pop ups will be around. There's always like original installations and things like that that'll be special that won't always be here. So I'm curious, what are your favorite restaurants? Even if it's not like a black experience, but just what are your favorite restaurants in New York? I love Stanton Social on the Lower East Side. Mm. Um, It's a really good date restaurant. Um, I love Diagonal in Harlem. I love, um, ooh, where else? Because I love going to eat. If you want to go somewhere like nice, like Ritzy Titsy, go to the (laughs) Robert um, Mm. in Columbus Circle. I love... um, Ooh, it's so many different. I love restaurants and I love going to eat. So, what kind of food is diagonal? It's like Spanish um, fusion with something. It's a Mexican restaurant. It's like a tequila bar, mm. but the the food is like like Spanish kind of. I don't know how to describe it, but it's good. It's, it's it right there on. Um, I can't think of what the corner is, but it's kind of like by. I'll have to tell you later, but it's good. Diagonal in Harlem is good. What about you? I wanted to suggest um, anything pretty much above 116. (laughs) Um, Or for stuff to do, actually, I do go to Brooklyn. I like to go to the Brooklyn Arts Museum. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, bam, they have, like, the movie theater. Oh, that's perfect. So I love to go to to see, like, the little independent cinemas. Like, it's 
shit you ain't never going to see again or like hear people talk about and like they might not ever get to see. So I think it's always dope to go to that. Um, also, the Brooklyn Museum itself has a lot of cool shit all the time. And depending on when you come, you might come for like a, an event for like a first Friday or second Saturdays or mm-hmm. whenever you come, there might be some shit going on for that. Afropunk. Um, right, Afropunk. Uh, as far as food places that I like to eat, I can't think of any places that I want to say that I might not be seen in. Because there, there are like my regular <laughs> go-to places that I've, um, like I have like a rotate date place. Oh. That's like kind of off the grid from where I normally go, but I don't want to say that. It's in Harlem, though. I do have, like, a lot of really cool, like, low-key places in Harlem that I found. If you want something good on um, 149th and Broadway randomly, there's this uh, bar called um, the Hamilton. And next to the Hamilton is the Wallace. So those places are good. Um, On Amsterdam, on, like, 139th or 140, 141, there's a place called Hamilton on the Grange. Because that whole area is, like, the Hamilton Heights. So everything's, like, named Hamilton something over there. But that's it for me. What about for you, Fran? What kind of places would you suggest? You know what? I love I love Ethiopian food. You do? Like, a lot. I don't know why, but I just... If I could eat it daily, I would. Um, but there's a spot called Bunna Cafe, B-U-N-N-A, in Brooklyn. And it is so good. You get so much food, and they have, like, music playing, and it's just such a really cool vibe. Um, I love it. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite in Brooklyn. What are you laughing I had really good Ethiopian food many years ago on the Lower East Side. Like, mm-hmm. I remember going to this place, and, like, they put out the hookah and all this stuff, and then people were, like, literally, like, feeding each other the food. And I was like, what the hell is going on in here? <laughs> <laughs> I love Ethiopian food. Um, Candle Cafe, Candle West, those are more, like, healthy spots that one's like on 90 i think 98th street and broadway it's all farm to table really fresh mm. food there's a seasoned vegan on 116th and like yes. saint nick that's really good oh yes and on the other side of that i'm sorry to interrupt you there's no, a restaurant ahead. it's uh, the cecil steakhouse it is i good. love the cecil cecil steakhouse is bomb Wait, in harlem yeah mm-hmm. it's out, it's on the it's like right around the corner from the season or it's a couple blocks down from the seasoned vegan i'm not familiar cecil steakhouse and right next to it is a um like a jazz club or something that they do downstairs. It's really dope. And then, of course, my go-to Rasta spot, um, if you don't mind holding the wall of spots, if you want to grab. Don't like, say my Jamaican What, the veg spot? No, oh, not no, that no, no, part. No, okay, no, no, okay. no. I wouldn't put you out there like that. <laughs> they will see you in All the right, window. just open a new Jamaican spot, which you're going to catch me. And I, I just promote it since they knew. But 124th and Lennox, whatever oh, the spot, spot is. Oh, that spot is. Yo, that um, peanut punch. It was good as hell, wasn't what? it? I don't feel like I can tell the real, well, some of the other restaurants that I like to go to because I don't want nobody to go. <laughs> I don't either, but they brand new. So I was like, let me put them on because I really want to keep they, that one to like, myself. They just opened, yeah. Um, you got to have an arsenal of like date restaurants. Oh, I haven't. And y'all need to give me your list. I haven't shared. Let's swap mm-hmm. list. You know what? XD actually, shout out to XD, Xavier Delo. On his Twitter, he he tweeted that, I think it was this week, where he was like, those of you in New York, let's make a thread like of the best restaurants. And then mm-hmm. people just, it was a long ass thread. I actually need to save it because... I'm one of those people, like, I'll go to the same place over and over and over again. I have, like, my five spots, but I want to try different things and try different spots, especially in, like, Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn. I don't like the commute, but when I'm there, 
It's always super cute. Yeah, once you get there, it's cool. It's just going home. It's right. going and going home. Right. I do like shopping in Brooklyn. I will say that they have like cute little strips, especially yeah. if you like thrifting. Yeah. That's definitely the place to go. Like See, Beacon's Closet and Buffalo Exchange, all those little spots. I really love to eat. So like that's why whenever people are like, oh, where should we eat? I don't care where because I'll get something new from any damn where. Like I love to go to a place and like experience something new. And so when I go to City Island, I don't mind going oh to my different God. places on the City, City Island. City Island, yeah. Ooh, and you know what? To the person that wrote in, if you want something ghetto and close, Burger Lobster. Burger and Lobster is always the shit. Where's that at? It's 16th or 18th. And like Fifth Avenue something or like something that. like that. Mm-hmm. It's ghetto as hell. You can get, uh, for $25 or or more, you can get a half a, a lobster and some fries or a salad. And then you can get like a burger and fries. Or- lobster roll. The lobster rolls are really good. Lobster rolls is shit. It's yes. not really ghetto. It's just like a lot of black people go. <laughs> that shit is ghetto as hell. So and like coffee the crowd shop, is like ghetto. Coffee shop and coffee cafeteria. Shop. Oh, yeah. Coffee shop and cafeteria <gasps> after the club. Cafeteria Yo, after the club is Let me shit. tell you, I was so pissed the other night. I ended up, well, I went to Sushi coffee Samba. shop. Because yeah. they closed the Republic, and I did not know that Republic was closed. They closed, so, like R. closed, R. closed. Republic is gone. Oh my god! This is just, you know what my go-to spot used to be before Republic, and XD remembers this. We used to go to this place called Asian Pub, which was off the Lower East Side. It was right around this corner from Cooper Union, and they used to do. It had a one, two, three menu. It was like dollar drinks, uh, two dollar food. And then $3 cocktails or some shit like that. Or like what? it was dollar shots, $2 food, $3 cocktails. That's lit. And then it was like all Asian food. And then it was small. It was small as fuck. But because everybody was always there because the food was cheap as hell. I Ugh. miss it. New York was the shit. I need to, I need to get out more. Damn, well, that's it. Asian. That's my list. So, yes, those are all the different places that you can go to for probably a black experience. Yes. Um, if you want live music, uh, Dizzy's Jazz Club, by the way. Oh, In the Coca-Cola sure. Center and in Prospect Park. Like, Google. Soul Summit. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Google to see the live music at Prospect Park and Summer Stage because they have a ton of artists. Even though I will say I Googled the Summer Stage for this summer and it wasn't very good. Oh, Which made me sad because I was like, I love Summer Stage. Like, I get excited to, to check them out. But it was like nobody. nobody. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's hella rude. <laughs> Nobody, I would go yeah. to the park. And there's see. nothing wrong with you saying that. <laughs> no one I would go see. So that kind of made me sad. But that's still so fun to go to with your friends and just dance. And it's one of those summer things that you're just in Meet the park. Meet strangers. It's just fun. I love it. Oh, I love summer. That's it, though. I do want y'all's list. I mean, obviously, I know y'all are giving the censored version. But I want to know what else, where else y'all go. Especially just for fun. Not even just to eat. Oh, no yeah. problem. <laughs> no problem. Happy. And that's it. Do you guys have a black business to shout out this week? Not Lisa Nicole. Oh, yeah. I guess we did that already. Shout out to you. Um, oh, you really took that? Okay. Yeah, um, LisaNicoleCollection.com. <laughs> uh, don't forget, every woman should be two things. Classy and fabulous. I Please go to her website. Please I mean, go see Lisa Nicole honestly, Collection. Honestly, Essence Festival was expensive for any, like, business vendor any person that did it like I remember Erica Campbell you know she had all her wigs set up Tiny and them they had like a they had like a big chair set up and booth like you know everybody like went above and beyond to make sure they had things to sell at the Essence Festival now I don't know much about Lisa Nicole's business because it's Lisa Nicole's business but what I do know is there was a rack of dresses that was there that when she came and it was a full rack of dresses for when she went so I don't know if maybe she had the dresses there 
people to try on and take pictures in or what. Maybe it was part of her boutique and she didn't sell none. So log on to the website <laughs> and check to see if there are dresses in the inventory or anything that will pique your interest. And that is the Black Business of the Week. <laughs> Do you guys have any church announcements? Um, just said we'll see you uh, August 18th, thefriendzonelive.com, New York City. Our show is August 18th. We can't wait to see you. So a few tickets available, so go snatch them up. Um, and that's it. Um, what do I have coming up? August 11th, the Toronto stop of my wellness tour. Ooh. It's already sold out. Thank you guys so much for the support and the love. I'm very excited to see you all. Also, if you are interested in the Joshua Tree, which is in California, it's out in the desert. So that one, please Google the Integratron in Joshua Tree. So you see it is... Is that some anime stuff? It's otherworldly. Wait till you Google it. I'll show you guys pictures after. But that's going to be probably the most beautiful, coolest, otherworldly, most ethereal stop we've had yet. Because that spot is, is like epic, legendary, and it's in the middle of the desert. Mm. You have to like drive out hours to get to it. So it's going to be really cool. Um, as well as this Dominican Republic stop of the tour is yes. also... Now, the applications for both Joshua Tree, DR, are now available on the site, activationtour.com. Make sure you guys check that out, sign up, and I hope to see you guys there in Toronto. I'll see you soon. Asante? Uh, new date coming for If I Were a Rapper. New date coming for If I Were a Rapper. Yay. That's it. Do you have your team captains? I do not. <laughs> not I yet. I have, a, I have a pool of people, but. You got to do mouse. You know, Mouse is a late nigga. I might make him a team captain. He's going to show up when the shit is over. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just playing. Mouse know, he could, Mouse know he'd be a great team captain, He'd too. be so funny. He really would. Especially would. the hip-hop parts, like the segments. That'd be, and I know he would break he'd out, and I know he would. I know. I absolutely. You know what? Not for nothing, Jameer, he's friends with Mouse. So I might make them go head-to-head, because that shit was funny as hell. That'd little, be cute. A little lisp up there doing that shit. But, yep. <laughs> That's it for me. So I guess that's it for this week's episode. That's it for us. As always, thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. And we will see you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. 